Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Flux Campaign. Uh, I'm Dom. I usually play the Elf Cleric and Norin. Uh, though uh, today I am once again in the DM's chair. Uh, so, without further ado, let's uh, get to introductions. I'm Sarah. I play Axel, Kyle, Isabel, and Flirt. Multiple personalities wrapped into one crazy body. I'm Jackie, I play Silva, a gnome ranger, with her beast companion, White Tiger Snowflake. Oh, hi. I was distracted. Uh, <laughs> I'm Tony, I play Puck, a spellcasting guy that doesn't know really much else. <laughs> Charlie, I play Bardus, the Goliath Barbarian Cuddle Guy. I'm Eric, and I play Greg, the New Hope-based uh, Time Wizard. I'm Steve, and I play Theus, and my catchphrase today with the tentacle will be Stranger Danger! I don't think tentacles have to consent, or ask for consent. Well, they're strange and they're dangerous. All right, all right. So, when hey, DM's talking here. DM's talking here. So, come on, shut your shut your guts. All right. So, <clears throat> when last we left our heroes, they had let's just say a hell of a ride up an elevator, where they discussed boats, and nothing else of consequence happened. What's up? <laughs> uh. <laughs> 30 minutes teaching Bardis about boats, and I think we failed. It's the journey. Sometimes it's the journey, not the end result. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been a journey. <laughs> All right. So uh, they are heroes, uh, made their way through um, what Kara had described as a spaceship. They saw some frankly disturbing stuff. Uh, they got to a power limiter, as our sorceress had described it, and then they were accosted rather rudely by a you know gargantuan in size uh, tentacle that's you know split it itself open in half to show row upon row of horrific teeth. So. Uh, let's start with everybody rolling me initiative. Oh, but I have the giant force wall up in front of it. Yes, but still, roll me initiative. We have ten minutes. <laughs> ten minutes to get initiative. Oh, jeez, mm -hmm. I only rolled a nine. Okay. There we go. Twenty. Sarah, nine. Charlie, twenty. Uh... Greg got a 13. 13? 21 for Theus. Theus. 21. 10 for Silva. Let's see. 10. Let's see, what did Tony get? 18. 18. Oh, nice. I suppose I should roll it for my own creature. No, no, it doesn't have to have turns. We, we're fine without. It just comes in and just goes, Hello, my baby! Hello, my dad! Hello, my ragtime <laughs> girl! 
Yes, Michigan J Frog has joined the chat. Do you really want to see this tentacle like do that? I mean, be... basically, we don't have to fight it. It can do whatever it wants. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've already had Kermit the Frog voice. Why can't we have Michigan J Frog voice? <laughs> okay, so uh, Eric, remind me how exactly you set up that wall. I basically just made a bunch of panels to cover up that whole doorway. Okay, so it's essentially the surface of the doorway is covered by these tentacles, and they're like, and they're like ten by ten cubes or something like that. Uh, they're ten by ten sheets. Okay, belly in real quick. Uh, that's force wall. Wait, what level spell was that? Oh, wall of force. Here we go. Um, it is, you can form it into a hemispherical dome or a sphere with a radius, blah, blah, blah. Or you can shape a flat surface made up of 10, 10 foot by 10 foot panels. Each panel must be contiguous with another panel in any form. The wall is a quarter inch thick. Okay. Any form the walls. And, uh, how do you set up the... You said it's ten by t- ten of those ten by ten panels. So essentially, right. Up- so I can arrange them however I need to. Like I can mm-hmm. make it thicker in certain sections if I need to. Or... Okay. Let's see. The girth. I mean, but there's a giant tentacle coming at you. Sometimes girth can matter. All right. So you um, essentially nothing can physically pass through the wall. It is immune to all damage and cannot can't be dispelled by dispel magic. It can go around the wall. Not if it's blocking the door. Can't go under it. Can't go through a wall. It just went through a door, or it was going to. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, uh, Eric, please, if you could explain to me exactly how you set up those sheets. Well, how big is the doorway? The doorway is about 10 feet across. Okay, so can, and, that's... And I'll be generous, and I'll say it's like, you know, 10 feet tall, you know, just... Okay, so I could put one panel at the door, and that would be enough to kind of stop it from coming through. So I'd probably use the other ten panels to just kind of block up the wall around the doorway as well, knowing that it can't be penetrated. Okay, so the creature smashes against your wall, you know, admittedly futilely. And then, um, so, let's see. You... Feel the ship rumble as you see the creature retreat somewhat, and um, you hear like ungodly metal scratching and screeching, like something is just tearing metal apart. <laughs> like that, my god, oh, not like that, not like that, not exactly like that. <laughs> Uh, you see other sections of the wall uh, next to the door also being kind of like smashed in. I assume this is taking some form of time to do all this. Uh, it's like every six seconds you see a new... Well, yeah, so I was going to say, as soon as I put up the wall of force, I'm gonna like I'm just going to say, like, uh, I bought us a little bit of time. I, I don't know if it can get around the wall, but I'm trying to cover up most of this wall so that hopefully we we're, we can stop it a little bit. So everybody be ready to attack. Okay. Did so. this happen before we got to see what it was? No, no. You well, see- I'm assuming that I would have done it right after it ripped the door off. Yeah, you were seeing it. You, I mean, 
I'll I'll give it to you since it's so like massive. You would have seen it was just like a slithering tentacle. It was like just punched the door open, and then the wall of force, you know, was panic cast. <laughs> and right. and it's it's still you can still see through it, right? It's not. It's yeah, not. It's it's solid. you can physically see through it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's uh, smashing, smashing, and then it retreats, and then you just see um, on the she- sheets of Wall of Force around, because there's like a shimmer that goes around it, right? Yeah, I would assume that it's noticeable that there's definitely something in the way. You see the walls being like punched and everything. They're not, they're not giving way as much as the door, because the shield, basically the Wall of Force is holding them back. But um, y'all can tell it's probing for weaknesses. Uh, what would you like guys like to do in the meantime? I'd like to um, go the other way. <laughs> right. Y'all can, can we backtrack out. Yeah, uh, that's what I yeah, plan on yeah. doing. Yep. Uh, I I, I want to go back for the high ground. <laughs> okay. Well, we so. have we this wall lasts for ten minutes. So if we want to go back, we have ten minutes to get out of here. Okay. Unless well, it finds a way around it. I'm not going to wait long enough to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> right, uh, so. Yeah, immediately turn around and following following Puck, going back to whatever way we can climb back up from where we had jumped down. To okay, so there's only the one other entrance that uh, is there. It's the way you came in. So, is everybody wanting to retreat through there? Well, so when we, just for my intelligence of my character, when we came in, we checked mm-hmm. one door that had like the fleshy wall, right? Like, do we think we have another path forward from if we backtrack a little bit? Um, Were there other doors we didn't check? Basically, uh, you went uh, when you first came in, as far as you remember, uh, you were at the receiving port. Kara and Kara Golem was there, and then she was uh, pulled in by a tentacle, and it went to from the entrance where you were at, it went to the right. Uh, You all being a little chicken shit, you went to the left to avoid that. So, if you backtrack, you realize there's still one more pathway around. Okay. But then we're going the direction of where car- the cargo I'm got dragged away. Yes. Well, I thought there was a door that was open that had like a flesh wall. Mm, that's uh, basically part of the hallway that you came in through. Oh, okay. All right, as, so. like, I guess as we're retreating, I'm going to say, guys, the only other way we can go is um, uh, is where the, the, the robot got pulled by the, the tentacle. I'm too far away. <laughs> Puck is booking it. <laughs> it's like, I okay. send the message spell as we're running. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm guessing not every- All right, so I'm guessing everybody is just going back the way they came. This is probably I'll go five last. minutes of your ten minutes. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, I'll um, be uh, as people are leaving. Um, I'm looking at the the wall and the, where the pounding is coming from. Shield raise, Mason hand, because I don't really want to. Don't know how I'm going to grab a tentacle yet, and uh, mm-hmm. wait for everyone else to go first. Okay. All right, so you all make it, you know, through the hallways intact. At least the ones that you went through. Um, I say it's. You make a fairly good time. Um, you still got like five minutes until uh, the shield goes down, and you're back towards where the um, 
main your first entrance into the uh, ship actually was. So now you can go the way of Kara, Golem. This seems like a great idea. Let's go. Is there still no button on the elevator to go back down? No, <laughs> there is not. All right. So as you make your way down this end of the hallway, you notice that it's you know similar design as the other ones. Uh, graded walkways and steel walls. Uh, you just notice that this one has a lot more uh, claw marks. And, you you know, it's no intelligence sense. You can re you recall that the golem that Kara was possessing had significant claws. So, essentially, you put two and two together, and it's just, you know, the golem futilely trying to stop itself while it was being dragged away. So, uh, you make your way down the hallway. Uh, it's a similar length to the other one where, you know, it reaches a corner, and you, you know, you have to make a... This time, you have to make a left turn instead of a right. Okay. Hmm? I'm gonna I, I don't be, know who's in front. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm taking up the rear at this point because I want to more or less try to be as vigilant as I can against the... Okay, Do sorry. I still hear noises down the hall? Well, Puck um, was the first to leave, yeah, so I think Puck, Puck yeah. is in Puck the said lead. he was bolting, so I see yeah. that he's first in line now. Yeah, and I got the sword that tells me if there's danger near. I got the stranger danger sword. Well, we cannot we cannot be surprised. Ha ha! Well, the oh, sword is the sword. Uh, I'll just say it right now: the sword is essentially crying. Ah, me too. So me too. Constantly, oh. constantly. <laughs> okay, so uh, as you round the corner, you get you know, it's another um like hallway. Uh, it doesn't seem like there's much danger there though it is though after a point um not that it matters uh with dark vision but uh it does look like it's com the lights aren't working um you can see down the hallway and it goes like significant way down like a hundred feet down and then there's a doorway and uh you see just it riddled with claw marks and various things and bashes as if Something very claw-y was being dragged down there against its will, and it did everything in its power to not move. You know, like a cat, when you have to lift it, and it doesn't want to go. But there is no immediate danger, as far as you can see. I don't like that my sword's constantly crying. <laughs> Oh, By the way, if we're in space, are we in space? We're in sp you're in space. Upper atmosphere. If that thing punched a hole through the hole, why aren't we mm -hmm. out in space? A hole through the one. Hole? Uh, no, it was a hole. <laughs> it, wasn't, it didn't punch a hole through the hole. It, was, it punched a door out. So this is inside the ship thing. Yes. Entirely. You are still inside. The You're still entirely within the ship. Uh, you no, don't know. No, I'm reasoning that the tentacle thing is entirely in the ship and not outside coming in. That's a fair amount of reason, yes. Or it could be just so large that it plugged the hole. How do I think about that? Hmm. <laughs> So, um, 
do you proceed forward? What do you do? You know, just mill around, you know? Proceed away. You have to put a water cooler in it. Mm-hmm. This is a water cooler? Um, I, I could put one there in the corner. You know, you can sit around, chat, and uh, you do feel the ship slightly rumble as if, you know, it's being, you know, pushed by something. I was going to say, so, Bart, since we're back here, why don't we go back to the discussion about what a boat is? <laughs> do you really think now's the time, Theus? Anything to prolong going down a dark, scary hallway. Um, as you guys are discussing, once again, boats, uh, the walls and the ceiling in the path slightly cave in. Like, you hear just, like, um, crash as if it's coming from the outside and the right hand wall and part of the ceiling kind of just like collapse it can like kind of bend forward uh in instead of, of us, behind us uh that's directly in front of you so um essentially if, instead of becoming a 10 foot wide path it's now like uh part of it is now a five foot wide path because the other part has oh. just been walls have been just crushed in Mm. No, no. Motherfucking ass fucks! You hear Kara uh, come from all... Uh, the sound of Kara's voice come from everywhere and nowhere at the same time, uh, crackling as it were. Uh, what, you guys have to... You have to, guys have to keep going. I'm holding the back of this thing as best as I can, but the ship is getting freaking ass fucked right now you got one of the limiters off we just need the other two off uh keep going down the path you're going don't worry i'm gonna try to make sure it's mostly safe as much as i can i've got lasers but i can only do so much you guys need to fucking hurry with a capital f and a capital h so go and then she crackles off again do we go forward oh. or backward I everybody. Yeah. I guess <laughs> forward. All right. Um as you got you guys make your way forward. Um uh it's basically, you know, uh, same as uh same as it was before the hallway. I'm I'm thinking it's like 80 feet down is what I said, maybe 100, mm. but anyway. It's a long ass way. It's 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 a ways down. You guys make your way past. You have to go single file in that one section where it turns into a 5 foot space. Um, well, who's going first? Is Puck still yeah. leading the charge on that one, or are we, we just the one running? Are we shifting the lineup on that one? Because I mean, would Puck be upset overseeing, you know, a corridor get crushed in front of him? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was interesting. So, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, do you want should, do you want me to go first? Do you want me to keep making sure no tentacles get us from behind? That's always important. Hmm. You said it's been about five minutes. Yeah, uh, it's been about five minutes since the. I'm gonna say five minutes since the um, magic walls went up. So you guys got five more minutes to, um, you know, make your way. Is that code for we're gonna get hit by a tentacle? I am paralyzed in the fear. No matter what I do. Um, I'm just saying you're on a ship that's under attack in space and, you know, um, there's really no way to go but forward. Maybe yeah, out. We could, we could go backwards. 
Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, definitely a possibility, but it's not saying it's a good choice, but we could. Yeah. Yeah. Well, is, is some is somebody le- leading? Can we just get through this hallway? No. Hey, uh, why don't you go first? <laughs> wow. Yeah, wow. Cool. All of a sudden, Kara comes on. Hey, you. <laughs> You go. You go. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I I I shoot things with a bow and arrow. Pew pew. So <laughs> I don't think I've ever. Had, I don't think I've ever had an encounter situation where the party was unsure of how to go forward because just created this wonderful sense of fear. <laughs> Well, the major meat bag is hanging out in the back, so. Hey, hey he's protecting our rears. I'm just yeah, saying wait. that we don't major have any meat bags. Why don't you go for new guy? Oh, wait, I thought Sarah was a tank now. You got Kyle. How you, what? You don't have a, the tank. You got Kyle. See? You're so offended that you never that we said that we don't have another tank, and then now you're not a tank. Why don't you go for it, new all- guy? Well, per- personals. Personalities aren't tanks. You just got one. Uh, as you guys are describe, uh, as as you guys are discussing this, you once again hear the ungodly screech of metal being torn <laughs> apart. Uh, the sh- in- actually, the entire space you're in lurches. It is shook for to and fro. Um, I'm going to need acrobatics checks. Basically, if you make a 15, you can stand up. Uh, you can stay standing. If you don't, you fall to the ground. And um, I'm going to need... And uh, what you hear is like something being torn away from something else. Stone, crumbling, metal, tearing. And um, so, please uh, make those checks for me. 16. All right, there's you standing up. Okay, Tony. You okay? Uh, Silva stands. Uh, Puck falls. I go help Puck stand up. All right. Well, let's get all the rolls in first, oh, okay. and we'll. <laughs> Greg had a six. Okay, Greg falls on his face. What kind? What's the floor made of here? Metal. Is it like uh, okay? Metal. There was a point where the floor had like a heartbeat. Oh yeah, that was that was the other section of the ship. This one is I'm, I'm, still metal. That I'm I'm happy about that now. Mm-hmm. It hurts uh, more, Bartis, but you get? less disgusting. <laughs> I should manage a twenty-one. Nice. All right, uh, Kyle, what'd you get? I got a sixteen. All right. So uh, essentially, Greg and Puck, y'all, you squishy wizard types, you you fall to the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, Silva, as you as you go to help, um, I'm gonna need uh, I'm gonna need you to make a second. What? Let's just call it a dexterity. Let's just call it a dexterity throw. Okay. You're gonna throw your dexterity. Uh, twenty-four. Twenty-four. Okay. So a massive gust of wind hits you from behind. And uh, it feels like you're being sucked into something. But thankfully, uh, with your quick wits and reactions, you're able to, you know, steady your feet. And um, essentially, the wind stops as soon as a door, like, like 
20 feet away from you and Puck uh, closes. Uh, there's blaring going around. Uh, an automatic voice over the automatic voice is just filling the hallway saying, Hull breach detective, safety measures initiated. Hull breach detective, safety measures initiated. So the way that you guys uh, just made your way down the hallway is now closed off. Wait, the way backwards or the way forward? The way backwards. The, vo- the hallway that is par- the partially crushed okay. hallway is still mostly unobscured, but the way you just came from, essentially the one that led to the space elevator, that's gone. Hmm. I, think, I think we need to move forward. I hope so. I mean, you I guys are in the middle. <laughs> so? I hate this place. <laughs> yeah. Oh, can I just use the rock and go home? So this uh, hallway doesn't necessarily look like the other one where it was all flesh, and slimy, flesh and intestinal, and like you're being digested. No, no, it looks more like metal, and you know. But with the scratches from the golem's yeah. claws. Yep. Well, it feels like we don't have much choice but to press forward. And Wait, with our and with our rear covered, <laughs> well, there's a giant metal door behind us now. So I feel the one with the most protection should go forward. Who's gonna break it down? The, break it down, like the door, the safety feature that keeps you valid from getting sucked into space. Oh yeah, don't we don't know that. <laughs> we don't. We don't know about space. <laughs> You can't I, stop us, TPK. Really, <laughs> like you guys. Like, did, okay, is my group suddenly replaced by lemmings? Is that what happened? <laughs> but continue as you as you were. Do whatever. I don't know what hall breach means. And is there yeah. is there is there a lock on the door so Theus can make more poor decisions about locks on doors? <laughs> Ah, uh, there is not. <laughs> well, I can't see a lock on this door, so unless someone wants to break it down, I guess we're going the other way. Must mean there's nothing important in there, right? I guess not. What does the door look like? Uh, it looks like uh, solid uh-huh. metal. That's a door? Like oh, you mean the one? Oh, you mean the one that closed behind you, or the one that? No, it looks like the one. It looks like the door that you you know approached before. Uh, it slides open as uh, as you approach it. And oh no, uh, no no no, were we were we talking about that, or were we talking about the closure that stopped the sucking. space sucking us out? Which one? Bardis. Which one is Bardis looking at? I don't know. There's more than one door. I thought there was only one door that we were talking about breaking down. <laughs> there is a closed bulkhead door behind us that is blocking us off from the direction that we came from just now. And then down the hallway, about 180 feet, Dom said that there is another door completely scratched up and damaged by what looks like struggling between the golem and the tentacle. Okay, so which door were you pointing at Bardis to break down? 
I wasn't pointing at a door for bars breakdown at all. I was just commenting how the door behind us I just formed doesn't have a lock, so it must not be important. There was talk about breaking down a door. Okay, anyways, I'm in the back. Oh, I don't think we really need Bardis in the back now if um, if that door is closed. So if we need if 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 he wants to lead, we need to get out of here. Fine, fine, fine. Thaeus puts his bow and arrows away, pulls out his daggers, and starts walking forward. Okay. Um, you make your way down the hallway. Uh, you don't really. Uh, you make your way past that uh, collapse. Uh, collapse um, You don't really have to like squat or anything next to it. It just like cuts off like half the hallway, but you still can fit fairly comfortably through uh, the opening that's still there, and you make your way towards uh, the door that's all like scratched up and and dinged. It's uh, closed, uh, but as you approach it, once you get within like five feet of it, it slides open just as easily as the other door. I flip at the bird and then I start walking in. All right, you cross the threshold. Once everybody else is, I assume, following? Yeah, yep. staff up, ready to cast. All right. So, I get up and go. what order are you guys walking in? Well, it's obviously uh, Thaeus first. Thaeus first? Uh, okay, he's already crossed the threshold, but I'm, uh, I need to know the order in which the rest of you are getting in. Yay, I'm first in line to get fucked. Third? Okay, so... I guess I'm last. Okay, so Bardis is last. Uh, followed by... And who's uh, in front of him? Actually, I'd probably, follow, I'd probably be closer, actually, to Thaeus. I was going to say, I think I was right behind Puck. Okay, so we got Theus, Puck, and Greg. I'm just thinking about Bardis bringing up the rear. He's our anal bum cover. Gotcha, gotcha, of course. Uh, and That's then, an album cover. <laughs> then I'm going to put Kyle and Silva between, you know, Greg and Bardis. All right, so... As you guys, as you guys, because uh, essentially Puck and Theus, I'm going to say they're beyond the threshold. Um, as you guys, cr- as Puck crushes the threshold, you hear another great crash, and that uh, collapsed part of the hallway. Uh, it essentially buckles in on itself and tears away. And um, well, you get that gust of wind that suction once again and i need greg um bardis kyle and silva to make deck saves oh the rear eighteen okay you, mm-hmm. uh thirteen okay twenty Okay, so Silva, Kyle, and Bardis, you essentially keep your feet. Um, Bardis, you're closest to the rupture, so essentially what you do is you as you hold, you quickly grab on to uh, the grates as the wind picks up. Greg, unfortunately, no, hold on. you... Mm-hmm. Not unfortunately. I'm using mm-hmm. coronal shift. I'm going to re-roll that. Okay. I can do it after I know what the result is. 
That is a 22. Okay, so you managed to, uh, through time shenanigans, yep. to uh, <laughs> keep, your, keep your footing and, you know, grab onto something. Um, and you, you hear the same message over and over again. Um, you know, hull breach, safety measures initiated, and the door, and like, Bardis, by like the hair of your ass, uh, a door shuts to keep the uh, suction away. What does that mean? Like the hair in my ass triggered the door shuts, or like no, it I mean, it shuts. It shuts I mean, a hair's width away from your ass. Oh man! I mean, I thought as a Goliath, he had no hair on his ass. It's a poo streak for sure now. <laughs> All right, and uh, well. The threshold is still there, but uh, your means of different routes are very quickly um, running out. Hmm. Ooh. Whoa, oh, whoa, whoa, what? What happened? What was that? Yeah. I don't like this split. This place it's... confuses me, and it's... I. How do we get out of here? Can right. we just use those stones and go back? I mean, you can try. Wait, what stones? Oh yeah, you don't have one, do you? <laughs> I don't believe so. <laughs> Welcome to space. Well, uh, I, guess, I guess we can't leave Greg, so we might as well finish this. <laughs> okay, so uh, the rest of you... <laughs> The rest of you make your way through the threshold and you enter a, a room that is essentially a carbon copy of the room uh, you entered before. Um, you know, uh, what looks like, a, you know, a large cylinder in the middle, a large cylinder in the middle with a tube going up into the ceiling uh, with similar interface in the bottom. It's just basically uh, the... Um, each side of it's a hundred by hundred. It's a hundred by hundred room. So you know, and you have the non-OSA complying walkways with stairs that go down like on ev against every wall. And uh, you see the same screen in front of uh, said cylinder with two going into the ceiling. So, what you guys want to do? With the same screen, you mean like the one we saw that? I similar, yes, basically a copy of the uh, looks like an exact copy of the design you saw earlier. There were three of these, right? Mm -hmm. the this, is this is the second one that you've seen. I know, but I thought Kara said there's three. Mm -hmm. There are three, but this is the second one that you've seen. I know. Hmm. All right, and remind me again. And remind me again. Uh, Theus has one one of those crystals, and who else does it has it? Theus has two of your crystals. Mm -hmm. Who has who had the third one? Uh, Lokar. Lokar Lo turned it into um, Narek. Narek. Okay. Let's see. Okay. All right. So, um, Theus, uh, I'm guessing you approach it along with uh, along with Puck. Yes. Okay. So, uh, as you approach it, the crystal, the other crystal that was in your possession, because the other one went into the other, uh, let's call it engine. Uh, he, 
as you approach it, it floats out of your bag and um, powers up uh, powers up this strange device. Uh, Puck, you see similar options before. It's like uh, remove limiter uh, uh, limiter level two this time. Uh, acknowledge or deny. I'll hit the acknowledge again. Okay, you hit acknowledge. Uh, the device powers up. You see all the shiny bells and whistles on it. You know, start lighting up and humming and all that good stuff. And yeah, you have now an activated device. So, no, no. Essentially, it's uh, the limiter. It has the limiter has been removed, uh, but you know, um, you'll don't know why, but it's even though as she says it's uh, as Kara said here, removing the limiters. These things seem to be powering up, and you don't really understand the mechanics behind it. But uh, Kara has said nothing, and as it's this thing's worrying, uh, nothing else is happening. You do have one more door, basically the one that opposite of the uh, room where you came in. I mean, opposite the door that you came in from. So right across the door you came in from. So um, and there's no other like what it looks like any other way in or out of the room. So what would you like to do? Guess go that way because there's no tentacle there yet, right? No. None, none that you can see. I don't like how the ship is so quiet all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. So the device is activated? Yes, the device is activated. So well, I guess we move on to the next one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do we want to wait okay. and see how we can make the DM railroad us? No, 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 please, please. <laughs> Burn it down. So, um, yeah, I, I have no idea. So, does, does this room have another door around? So, the door that closed uh, by my, my basically anal bum you have, cover. Yeah, basically, your anal bum cover. Uh, then the door you basically entered the room through, and uh, basically across the way from that door is basically on the other side of the room, directly across from it is another door. Similar in design, you know, uh, 10 feet across, all that stuff. 10 feet tall, you know, sliding door, like, like it opens. At least you assume so. It's closed right now, but you'll see what, we'll see what happens when you approach it. I'm gonna approach that door while Tony. Uh, I'm sorry, while Puck and Theus are screwing around with the the science. I don't understand. Okay. Like we understand it. You can at least read the screen. Okay. okay. Hey, you acknowledge the screen though. You're learning. <laughs> hmm. Thanks. Thanks. We'll put you above no time. <laughs> <laughs> Sailor Man and Bardis, huh? Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, let's see. Uh, Bardis, you approach that door. Once you get within uh, five feet of it, it slides open. And you see, um, like, 15 feet in front of you, there is it. Make the hallway uh, that the door opens into makes another hard, you know, turn, a 90-degree turn to the left. 
and in that corner you see the remains of Kara Golem, like the torso and one arm remains. Uh, it's not Can moving. I... Its faceplate has been basically almost irreparably shattered, and it just looks like it's had a really, really bad time. Can I? How far away? And how? And can I really recognize it as Kara Golem? Um, you re well, it's you recognize the style of the golem. It looks like very similar to the one that you know you encountered before, and the one that Kara was talking through. Uh, it's fifteen feet away. Um, everyone, I think, I think, I think she's down. I run towards the golem. Yes, unfortunately, it didn't shut her up. Theo says, looking around at the walls and ceiling. Nothing you said. All right, so you guys um, approach the shattered remains of the golem, right? I do. All right, so uh, as you can see, it is a very messed up left, basically leftover of the golem body. Uh, all that remains is the torso uh, and its left arm. Um, like I said, the faceplate is shattered and it's not moving. So I guess investigate to see what, I mean, I suppose I kind of already can assume what happened, but investigate to see... I don't know. How do I do signs of life or anything? You want me to do a investigation? No, you can do it. Just do an investigation. Heal medicine. I don't know if medicine helps. <laughs> uh, 13 investigation. All right. You can tell that the thing is not moving. It doesn't even seem to be uh, have any spark of any life to it, any movement. It's very still. Um, you, it looks like uh, the body parts that were in uh, that you know were have disappeared were either torn out or at some points at some points in the body you see even like melt marks on the metal. Um, you're fairly certain this thing will not be moving again. I attempt to grab it by the torso and shake it and wake it up. Uh, as you, you know, you pick it up, uh, it is fairly hefty. Like, you take, you, you know, have lifted some heavy things in your life, but this thing is, like, oof. You can still lift it, however, and uh, as you shake it, its faceplate just essentially uh, crumbles off. Uh, pieces of it fall to the floor, and um, it doesn't move. Okay, I was going to say, like, I can, I, can, I can lift a ton, so... Mm -hmm. I mean, a literal ton, not not a not a facetious ton. So <laughs> I lift her and shake her, but it's, she's quite heavy, though. <laughs> yes. Are uh, you some parts of the golem fall out from the torso, from the bottom part of the torso? But other than that, and the faceplate falling off, nothing really happens. The uh, arm dangles dangerously, like um. Like the claws come close to you at a certain point, but uh, nothing else moves. 
I assume parts move, parts flailing around, dropping to the ground. Everything makes a whole bunch of racket as uh, Bardis tries yeah. to shake some life back into her. Mm -hmm. It does. It makes it, and with the um, basically the enclosed space, it kind of echoes. Mm. Oh, that's performing science. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm learning. He's forming a hypothesis. We're he here. is. All right. And telling everyone that we're here while he's doing it. <laughs> All right. So um, I'm guessing everyone has heard the unholy racket and has joined uh, by Bardis' side. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I kind of figured I was kind of watching him, but I never said that. But yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, you're all in that corner of the hallway. Uh, it goes down and it looks like there, it looks like it, it splits. Uh, the hallway goes straight down and it's about say, uh, 120 feet long down to the next corner. And no, I'm sorry. That's not, that's not right. It's about, I completely, I'm sorry. I had a map drawn and I I was actually drawing it at work, and I completely forgot it at work. So, forgive my scale. Um, there's a long ass hallway. I won't say how long it is, but it goes quite a way. But um, Bardis, you can see uh, that at one point it's uh, there is a path that heads off to the right from where you're looking. So, um, yeah. Why won't you work? Shake, 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 shake. <laughs> I'm guessing there's no like director, you know, like a mall directory. There's none of those in the on the hallways. There is no there is no mall map. <laughs> no. So what y'all doing? I guess I'll give up on shaking and <laughs> drop the golem, uh, the destroyed golem on the ground. And I guess if Craig was there, a uh, great Craig, wow, Greg was there. <laughs> with the wrong name. And uh, if Greg was behind me, are you standing there looking at me while I'm doing this? I, yeah, I, I imagine I kind of was. My staff is still up, and I'm pointing it like towards the hallway. I just turned to you and shrugged. She's not working anymore. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it, it seems that way. I, I don't know if the computer's doing anything over there. Um, what? What do you mean, where? And I um, turn around and look down the corridor. That way? I, I mean, it's a hallway. I, I'm, I'm not sure if it's where we're supposed to go. And that other hallway didn't work out so well. Where's everybody else? Uh, I, I'm back oh, in, in the last room. I'm probably in the threshold of that door. They're, I'm okay. going to assume everybody's at the threshold of the door watching, trying to figure out what the Sam Hell Bardis is doing. <laughs> Sounds about right. I think at this point, everybody knows if Bardis is making noise, he just got bored and started shaking something. <laughs> I mean, Greg doesn't. That's why he was investigating. <laughs> I, was, I was performing a medicine check. I was checking the well-being of our party members, <laughs> of our benefactor. 
Looks right. All I right, could vouch well. for his medicine check. <laughs> Lovely. The last two people in the world I want committing medicine checks. <laughs> I will raise my shield and begin walking down the corridor. Okay. Uh, Tony, with that medical check, you can definitely tell the golem ain't moving anywhere. You would actually mm-hmm. not even say that the golem was ever alive. Hmm. Wow. That good, huh? Mm-hmm. All right, All right. so uh, you make your way down the hallway. Um, it's basically the same design as everything else. Graded floors, steel walls. Uh, and then it's actually a long-ass walk down there. It's about 150 feet before you uh, make it to the part of the corridor that uh, turns to the right. Now, the hallway keeps going forward. It continues on. Um, but what's the what's the range of everybody's dark vision? Uh, 60. I can 60. send orbs. Okay, 60, 60. Uh, Puck, what's yours? 120. 120? Okay. So, Puck, you see as you make your way down to the, um, uh, basically where it branches off, you see at the end of the hallway, as far as you can see, um, the edge of what well, looks like something very fleshy and kind of blob-like, uh, just, uh, just kind of like consuming that end of the hallway it's kind of moving back and forth uh pulsating but you feel like it's it's kind of like it's kind of just like undulating is it like you very much tell is it like a physical thing or is it like covering the walls kind of thing um you can't tell it it's like right at the edge of your ceiling it's almost like it's on a wall at the end of that hallway about 120 feet down but you're not sure if it's like something that's growing on the wall or it's something that's in in cap um encompassing the space all right essentially you know the hallway ends at this fleshy pulsating sack guys there's a very large pulsing thing down on the end of the hallway. Of course, there I is. pretty much stop in my step. I, no, this one's like not like the like previous hallway where it was all along the walls. This is like a a large lump of something. Hmm. I'm not sure if something could. I I've seen too many jump scares, man. There's gonna something pop out of it. I'm pretty sure. I hear what Puck says, but grit my teeth and steal my resolve and continue moving forward. Okay, would anybody like to look to the right? Yeah, Silva's probably like constantly looking around. I'm probably looking okay, towards because... the still. Alright, so uh, the point in which Puck sees this is where, like I said, where the um, hallway, like, there's a path to the right so uh silva as you look down that hallway you see about you know 30 feet down that there is a absolutely massive set of doors 
down this other like there's a yeah basically we're in a straight corridor so off to the right side yeah a, basically it's it's like it's like a, it's like a branching for it's like a branching path the hallway goes straight down and then like about halfway down this hallway there is a path that goes to the right so you're at that basically at that branching point i will tell everybody um because is it still like uh you said the lights weren't on at all yeah it's still fairly dark in here i mean i can see i have dark vision up to 60 so i would have seen that yeah so uh, you can see that there is um like 30 feet down is hallway, and then it looks like it opens into another room where there's this absolutely massive set of doors. So I'll tell everybody we have another option if we don't want to go towards the blob. There's doors down. Oh, oh yeah, that sounds a lot I'll go better. not blob way. Forrest, <laughs> uh, well, not, go, not going blob way. Yeah, wait, hold on a second. Where am I in relation to this revelation? <laughs> Uh, you're like uh, um, you're right. <laughs> you're right there. Is by himself next to a blob. <laughs> Don't worry. Okay, guys, this. ready? Three, two, one. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Uh, people will point out to you uh, that there is another way. This is not the way. This, okay. this is the way. All right, so I'm assuming everybody's going down that path. Unless you guys really want to go see what that blob's all about. I, I'm following where the big tanky people are going, so. I that will, means you're going towards the blob. I am going away from the blob. away from the blob. If directed on a change in direction. <laughs> I will well, I'm sure Puck's that dead, like, part of, part of, part of, part of, no, no, no. Okay, what so... About, uh, what about that okay. thing? Okay, so... Are you asking Buck, or...? <laughs> yes. But what about that thing? I don't want to deal with that thing. What is it? Maybe... Is it alive? I'm not... Do you think that the little pulsing thing on the floor, the previous hallway back, was alive? Are you asking me? Yeah. Hey, you're, I've seen your medicine checks. I can trust your, your judgment. Oh, wow. Hmm. Shut up, Greg. Hmm. Uh, I... Alright. I'll turn I don't want to find out. New direction. This way is clean and clear, right? God? Yes, yes. Know. It's a yeah. from what you can from what you can immediately discern, it is free and clear. Did the claw marks stop where the golem was? Yes, the claw marks yeah. stop anymore. Okay, for as you make your way down this, uh, sorry, as you make your way down this hallway, like I said, it's about um, I think I said thirty feet. Uh, of hallway and then it opens up into this room uh, with this massive door it's basically tw basically three times the size of any other doors that you've come across so uh and either side of this door it looks like two um diamond shaped uh, glass uh 
symbols are, you know, standing outside the door. And as you approach it, uh, lines of light uh, fill up and go up towards these uh, glass diamonds embedded in the wall. And they light up. And the door, like, with some strain, it kind of, like, starts to slowly open. And um, uh, as you slowly open, you see an absolutely uh, massive device, very similar to the ones before you, but it looks like it's about twice the size of the other ones beforehand. And the room is also twice the size of the rooms you've been before. The other rooms were about 100 by 100. This one's like by 200 by 200. So uh, it opens and it lights up. This is the first time anybody with dark vision kind of, you have to... Wait a couple of seconds for your eyes to adjust because this room that you enter is lit up. It's um, and in the center of it is, like I said, uh, a device similar in design to the other ones. Uh, it's just twice the size. Did you say this room is lit? Yes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm seeing woke. Yo. <sighs> All right, well, it's brightly lit, and shuffle in. Shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Okay. Um, uh, you see, uh, instead of, you know, the usual design where you end up, where you start up on the rafters, this time you start up on the ground floor. Uh, on the rafters? Rafters. Oh. Um, uh, as you cross this threshold, you notice that the edge of the threshold on either side of you is a is stairs that lead up into the rafters. These these rafters are about 20 feet up instead of the uh, 15 as before. Um, and the rafters, once again, um, go all around the room. Uh, you, um, everybody make me a perception check. Uh, 14. Okay. 18. All right. 25. The dice are with me on checks tonight. Mm -hmm. What was that, Jackie? 15. 15, okay. Um, my perception's 21, but let's see. Yeah, we'll just do a 21. Okay. 25. All right, so uh, everybody but I believe... Who made the 13? Did somebody make it, somebody make it below 15? 15. 14. Okay, so everybody, but surprisingly, Theus, uh sees I that... Roll that three. <laughs> sees <laughs> that at the end of this room, uh, on the upper level where the rafters are, um, uh, on the upper level with the rafters, on the opposite side of the room, there is another set of doors. Um, this one's a regular size door, again, you know, 10 by 10. Um, and then as you look up, you... The ceiling is really, really effing high, like ridiculously high. Like uh, you guys are, um, Puck would really be the only one to see it with dark vision, but it's like a hundred feet high. Yeah. And Puck, you also notice something else. Mm, what be that? A giant tentacle. Huh? And the roof. Uh, yeah, it looks like it's coming through a hole in the roof, and it's like, like kind of falling towards you guys. Guys, 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 guys! Look up, 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 up! Tentacle. It's 
it's falling. So, yeah. Uh, so as you guys look up, this thing like slams into the ground. Um, it's like shakes the room. Uh, I'm gonna need everybody. I'm gonna need everybody to make me an acrobatic checks, please. An abracadabra check. Got it. An abracadabra check. Twenty-two. Okay. Ah, oh, betrayed by dice now. Sixteen. Mm-hmm. Seventeen. Okay. Also seventeen. Eleven. Right. Sixteen. Eleven. Okay. Everybody who made below a 17, uh, you're prone from the shockwave of the smash. So, um, uh, this thing kind of, like, immediately, like, uh, undulates up and wraps itself around the device. And the tip of the tentacle, like, um, looks down at you guys. And then, you know, the very tip splits open into... Uh, a maw that has row upon row of just like teeth and saliva and just disgustingness. And uh, you know what? I'm going to keep uh, the initiative rolls that everybody had uh, from before. And uh, let's do a uh, let's start a combat. I guess we put it off hey. long enough. What if I yeah, will force the hole in the ceiling? We ran as best we could. Uh, well, okay, so... I mean, you could wall force the hole in the ceiling, but you'll still have essentially like 120 feet of tentacles. Oh, I don't, I don't think I can <laughs> see it, so it's fine. Alright, so, uh, according to the initiative order, Theus, you're up first. Goddamn motherfucking cocksucker tentacles. Um, bow and arrow. I want to roll an insight check to see if it has any weaknesses. All right, go ahead. As per my usual mo. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh my god. Um. All right. So it has to roll a deception check against me. And that magic number it needs to hit will be, I rolled a 7. It has to roll above an 18. It has to be an 18. All right. I'm going to uh, say, uh, you can roll the in, uh, in, inside check, but um, there's no roll against it because you can't see any weaknesses. Like, it's an undulating mash of flesh like everything seems to be pulsating in it at the same rhythm and everything like you can't tell you're, de you're denying me my sneak attack uh essentially yes because um uh. uh like you can't tell where this thing really begins or ends well you can tell where it begins but you have no idea where it ends all right oh, well, i can't I cast fair. I cast fair. I cast fairy fire on it. And that thing is a very, very fairy fired thing. All right. Well, it has, it gets to make a Dex fifteen save if it wants. <laughs> Let's see if it makes it. You would you could say this thing is gargantuan. Hmm. <sighs> All right, so uh, even with a minus two, it makes a 17. All right, 
Deus out. That's my turn. <laughs> All right. So next on the initiative order is Bardis. Well, I stand up because mm. I'm brown. Yes, sir. <sighs> so where is this thing? Uh, this thing is, is it up in the ceiling still? Or is it um, it's crashed down and like right next to all of us because of the uh, shock? As far as you can tell, um, uh, part of its body is still way, way up in the ceiling. Uh, you got 60 feet of dark vision. and um, uh, Well, actually, the room is lit up, but you can see that this thing... I'm sorry, the room is lit up, so I completely misstepped that, but... As far as your vision can tell, this thing um, is coming from the ceiling, and uh, it's just extending through the ceiling and and like looking at you menacingly with its giant uh, toothy maw. So you cannot tell where this thing begin uh, where this thing begins. You know where it ends right here in front of you. Okay. So if it's right in front of me, then can I beat the living snot out of it? Yes. Uh, it's, so basically, you've got essentially about with the size I'm. You have uh, since you're still essentially at the threshold, you have uh, eighty feet of ground to cover before you can start beating the snot out of it. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, yep. Oh, it came down as we walked in? Yeah. Basically, okay. uh, you guys opened the door, you looked through it, Puck was like, crap, 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 crap. Okay. Well, then I will, I guess if I stand up, that's 20, that's half my movement speed, I believe, to stand mm -hmm. up by 5e rules. So I will. Where is everybody in relation to me? We're all grouped up pretty much, right? Mm -hmm. Essentially, you're still grouped up. All right. I will. Hold my action for to attack it in case it attacks us. Okay, okay. So I'll draw my mace because uh, this is huge and I don't even know how I'm going to grab it. Or it's gargantuan, so I won't even pretend like I would love to try to wrestle it. Uh, yeah, that's what I'll do. So I'll grab my mace and I'll, I'll, I'll hold my turn until it attacks or uh, for an attack uh, towards us. Uh, okay. Until then, I will just stay in front and, and well, just be in front. Okay, so next person in the initiative order. Oh, hey, Puck. Mm. So the only thing I'm thinking of is not going that direction of the tentacle, but I am wondering, uh, we're very close to this. This is, I'm assuming, the last limiter. How far is mm -hmm. the screen panel thing? Uh, essentially, it is 100 feet into, well, I should say the cylinder is like um, 
occupies a 10 by 10, uh, 10 by 10 square so it is 90 feet um away from you but you do notice that it is essentially the cylinder is what the tentacle wrapped around so the screen is actually kind of blocked off from you right now so which way is it wrapped around the tentacle uh basically it's wrapped around uh in fr essentially when you see the cylinder the tentacles come down on uh, by it from your what looks like your left hand side, and then it wrapped around itself itself around it uh, counterclockwise. So it wraps like once, twice, and then the head three times a lady. Yes, so, sir. Uh, and so then the yeah. Then what I will do is I will hug the right side of the room. Mm -hmm. Because if it tries, yeah, that's the direction that it's wrapping around. So I'm using a little bit of hopeful science on this that, you know, I am shrinking its reach. It, it, you, yes, yes. it is, yeah. it is essentially the end of the tentacle is on the, uh, from what, from where you're looking at it in the room, it is on your left hand side. So yes, you are using your science correctly. Yeah, so I'm going to go to the right side, and so basically if it goes to go for me, it would be wrapping more around the cylinder, and it would be shrinking itself. So, okay. shrinking its reach. And I'm going right. to try and make my way towards that panel. Gotcha. All right, um, is that your turn? And I'll hold the spell if I can. Gotcha, okay. Let's see. Uh, next on the initiative order is Greg. Okay. Um, I was debating on a couple different things I can do. So I can see Puck trying to make his way over to the console. He's making his way over to the right. He's right now kind of like trying to see. It looks like he's trying to put some distance uh, between him and the creature. Okay. But the creature is wrapped around the, the pillar for the console. Yes. Okay. How big is the pillar? The pillar, essentially, uh, the cylinder, the base cylinder is about, um, I'd say, about 40 feet high. And then the tube that comes out of the center of the cylinder goes up into the ceiling. Okay. Um, how wide is the cylinder? Um, I'm going to say, I think I said, like, 10 feet wide, cylindrically. Okay. Um. Interesting. Because you said that the tentacle is basically over the screen. Mm hmm I am... So what I want to do... You can form it into a hemispherical dome or a sphere with a radius of up to 10 feet. Um, I think what I want to do is... I, I'm going to cast Wall of Force out of my staff again. Okay. But I'm going to do it in, I guess, kind of like a hemispherical pattern that will wrap around. Well, is anybody standing next to the council or no? No, you guys like 90 feet away. Yes. Yeah, like, oh, it's yeah. 90 feet away. Okay. Yeah. Never, then I'm going to hold on to that until somebody's at the council. Um, okay. So I'm going to use kind of a call and response and say, get to the council. Um, and then I'm going to throw 
some scorching rays at this thing. Okay. Let's go for gusto. Let's just do it at fourth level. Mm-hmm. Which gives me five scorching rays. Go ahead. Um, so first one is a 18 to hit. That hits. Okay, that is eight damage. Eight damage, okay. One. I'm assuming a, a, a 30 will also hit. A 30 will hit, yes, sir. That is a nine damage. Okay. That is a natural 20, mm -hmm. uh, but only eight damage because I got really low numbers on that when it's doubled. Okay. Third one. Uh, will a 16 hit? It will not. Okay. That was the fourth one. And then here's the fifth one for a 29 to hit, and that is eight damage. Okay. Right, that's all. Yeah, all right. so it should just be that many rays. Um, I don't think I have any bonus actions. Let me just check real quick. Still learning how to play this character. <laughs> I have reactions. Uh, no, I think I'm good. Um, I am going to try to move. So, like, the tentacle's not right by us, but it's by the console. Yes, it's wrapped around. So it's I'm going to move my mm -hmm. feet kind of towards the console. How many feet? Uh, 30. Okay, no problem. You said it's 90 feet away, right? Yes. Okay, yeah, that should be fine. All right, so let's see who's next on the initiative order. That would be Silva. Uh, Greg, did you go the way of Puck, or in what direction did you go towards it? Just like in the middle of the room? I went straight towards the console. So how far would we say Puck and... Well, I'll... All right, Um. so I was prone. What is it to stand up? Is it... Can, do I still get an action? Uh, yeah. It, it's like, it takes up a move action, but you still get an action. It takes half your movement to stand up. Yeah. Okay. So I want to get up, follow kind of between Puck and Greg, mm -hmm. and cast... Pass without a trace. I don't know that it's going to okay. help at all, but I'm going to. I'm going to think it's going to maybe. Well, help does the tentacle see us? I don't know. Then it probably. Oh, okay. I mean, it still gives noise. Um. So I'll do my pass without a trace. So that's my action. And I probably just did a little bit of movement if they were only going. So explain, to me, explain to me what pass without a trace does. It basically gives you a plus ten to stealth. Okay. And coverage for tracks. Yeah, plus ten to deck stealth. Okay. For yeah. creatures within thirty feet of me, so I'm gonna try to stay between them so I can get both of them. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna hurt everybody if I can. I figure since it helps stealth as well, it probably dampens vibrations. If that's useful for maybe tremor sense. Mm. I mean, I'm trying to not have him. I mean, without. Well, all you can do is move. Uh, at this point, all you can do is move fifteen feet. So, since you used up half your movement to get up, so sure. you're halfway between Greg. And, you're halfway between the entrance and Greg. Okay, but okay. towards Puck, so towards the right. Okay, no problem. Actually, I think I'm about the same distance as you because I think I had fallen on the ground too. I can't remember, but yeah. But Greg is probably the closest. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, I'm trying to get past without a trace on as many people going forward as possible. 
Okay. And that would be Matt. Okay, okay. And then we have Kyle. It's still Kyle, right? Yes. All right. Um, how far away are we from it? Um, as far as about 90 feet. 90 feet? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. Can I come up about 10 feet so I can take a pot shot at it? <laughs> uh, yeah, you can move up 10 feet and take a pot shot. Go ahead with your roll. Twenty-one. Uh, that makes it. Ooh. Uh, six damage. Six damage. Okay. Okay. Now it is the monster's turn. Mm-hmm. All so right, polite so- to wait for us to go first. <laughs> I, I rolled low, so let's see how let's see how bad I do with the actual attack rolls. All right, so um, it kind of rears back and it launches its its body forward. You see the thing stretch, um, and it stops short, just ten feet in front of Greg. But then uh, its maw opens and a long, like, appendage, fleshy appendage flies out with a stinger at the end. And it goes to hit Greg. I'm using a reaction Mm -hmm. to cast Temporal Shunt. Okay. Uh, This is, you target the triggering creature. So this is a reaction taken when a creature you can see makes an attack roll or starts to cast a spell. Mm-hmm. You target the triggering creature, which must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or vanish, being thrown to another point in time and causing the attack to miss or the spell to be wasted. Okay. Um, so this is a wisdom 17. Okay. I think better not be smart. <laughs> um, let's see. So uh, the creature... Uh, you, see, you see, you know, it... F- it flicker and like it flicker and kind of like stretch and convulse and such. And uh, the stinger goes wide. Essentially it's um, instead of like um, at hitting you, it uh, hits the ground like ten, 10 feet to your left. All right. Okay. All right. And then um, it's, uh, stretches out its maw and uh, makes a bite attack at you. Did the did it yeah, did the go off? It's got two attacks. I'm sorry? No, but so, what was its wisdom roll? Oh, uh, for the temporal, for the miss? Uh, it was like yeah. 13. It was a what? It was a 13. And it vanishes. It's a banishment spell. Oh, it's a banishment oh, spell? So- you target oh. a triggering creature which must succeed in a wisdom saving throw or vanish. Oh, being okay. thrown to another point in time and causing the attack to miss or the spell to be wasted. Mm-hmm. At the start of its next turn, the target reappears where it was or in the closest unoccupied space. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. I thought it was just basically like a temporary, like, boom. Okay. Yeah. That is a banishment spell. <laughs> okay, so... 
So uh, uh, the thing temper looks like it temporarily uh, disappears, um, including essentially. Well, um, yeah. Does that make everything disappear, including the thing it's connected? <laughs> yeah, with? And that's the thing. Did I just did I just shunt Cthulhu? <laughs> I don't. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a DMF. I'm gonna say a DM fiat, and instead of totally disappearing uh what i described happens it kind of like just this section of tentacle just kind of like and it's still there even though its attack uh did miss and it's um i'm gonna say it won't make hey carabas here yeah um carabas again (laughs) i won't say it's uh well i'll say it won't get a second attack because you did essentially temporarily shunt. I mean, I'm okay if this thing is huge, if it just like phases a little bit, like it's still yeah. kind of there, but it's not able to make like any other like thing. No, I'll, I'll give I'll give you that. I'll give you that. It won't make a second attack. All right. So, uh that is the creature's turn and that means we are at the top of it, the is it, is that maw attacking like physically move across to hit at Greg? Basically it's stre- it looks like it looked like it stretched out like it like thinned itself out and then it like spit out an even longer feeler which will appendage with this thing at the end of it that crossed my line of sight at all because i held my action for an attack were you close enough to do that that's what i'm basically asking oh Oh, no no Mm. it's essentially in front of greg and since you had half movement uh you held your action at the threshold right i thought i was like 80 feet away well, yeah. I moved thirty feet, so I, I was like remember. sixty oh, okay. feet away. Everyone moved. Got so, it. Yeah, so Greg moved thirty feet, and the thing is essentially ten feet in front of him, and has a reach attack of ten feet. So that's fine. You, no, I didn't realize. Uh, but when I when I sorry, no, I was like eighty feet away or something, so that's why I didn't move because we were all gotcha. Gotcha. eight feet okay. away. Yeah. Okay, we're good. So uh, that is right. the creature's turn. Uh, so we're back at the top of the niche. Uh, Theus, you are up. All right, how far away is it from me? Um, you, say? you see it's kind of like menacing in fr- uh, its body outstretched. It's menacing in like 10 feet in front of Greg. That's so great. It, how far is it from me? <laughs> that, would be, that would make it about 40 feet. If you're still at the threshold. Of the All right. Yeah, I'm still at the threshold. So I will start. I will spend my entire turn dashing to get past the creature, putting my bow away and drawing out my two daggers and flanking hit with Greg. Okay. Are we still saying it can be attacked even though it's kind of shifted? Because technically it should be gone. Like where nobody can touch it. I'm going to say it's temporarily, it was temporarily like shifted, phase shifted, but you couldn't like banish it outright so it okay. is no that's fine but i'm saying that if we're going to do it that way then i think we should still be able to do damage to it yeah, yeah no you can still do damage to okay. it oh okay then yeah i use my bonus action to dash to get around it mm-hmm. and i draw my daggers and um, if i'm on the far side of it from the threshold how close am i to the console uh let's see how much how far did you dash in my dash allows me to move double my speed so i can move 60 feet Okay, then you are still about 30 feet away from the council. 
Okay. So, yeah, I'll stop behind the creature, and I'll go ahead and use my action to take a stab. Okay, go ahead. Um, here, here's my question. Here's... This is this is for this is the DM rule law lawyer rules. Um, so I I remember in the past that this was described by someone as the corpse of a horror that is still active. Mm-hmm. So my question is: I have an ability that fa- affects non-living material objects. Mm-hmm. Would that affect this? Would that affect parts of this creature since it's technically not alive? I don't think you know until you try it. Mm. You know what? I would say yes. All right. Well, then I'm going to use the little magic dagger I have, the needle of mending, and I'm going to stab into it. And oh, wait, let me read this really quick. Mm-hmm. Um, this one was a magic dagger. It has a sewing needle when you hold it in a dagger. It's like Theus has actually opened the instruction man. It's a needle, and then all of a sudden, like a whole parchment rolls out to the floor. All right, I I pull out a needle, and it transforms into a dagger, and I'm going to stab into it, but I'm not going to deal damage. I'm going to cast mending on it, and I'm going to try to use the mending spell to mend its maw shut, like uh. String through its lips so it can't open its mouth. Okay. Wow. So that's up to the that's up to the DM if that works or not. Okay. Um. There, there. It's it's just the mending thing as per the spell. Okay. Is there any save toward it or? No, because this usually if because this is made to affect non living matter, which usually doesn't have saves. Yeah, but okay. mending also works on like one square foot. Okay, so, so, yeah, um, so I'll be working wall. on one square foot of the mouth at a time. <laughs> All right, so uh, since you're going at it with a needle, I'm going to say you still have to make an attack roll. Okay, that's fine. Um, how big is the mouth, actually, since I'm thinking of doing this? <laughs> um, uh, like, 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 is like, this is it like is this reasonable? Long on either side, it's like it's a giant ass maw. Oh, it's going to take 10 rounds to do it. Never mind, I'm just going to deal damage. Okay. <laughs> 10 rounds of mending later. <laughs> I finally sealed the mouth, guys. I did it. Um, That is a 14 plus 9. That is a 23 to hit. All right, that hits. All right. Get my, get my little D4 out here for my dagger damage. Oh, if I can pick it up. Yay! Uh, that is only six damage. Okay. Alrighty then. Uh, let's see. Now we're back down to Bardis. Oh, and it's magical. If it has any resistances. No, no, you're good. You're good, homie. You're good. Cool, G. Yo. Okay. So I was 80 feet away from this thing, right? But then now... You're about... Closer? 40? I'm 40. Yeah, and I can move and cool. Well, and even though it's phased, it's still attackable. Evidence by Theus. Mm-hmm. Okay, I will use my movement speed up to it, and bonus action the rage because why not? Of course, sir. 
course I shall do that. And um, I shall proceed to bash the heck out of it. Let's do Very this. Well. Oh, bam. Roll your uh, attack. I am. I am. Uh, 25 to hit. That does hit. Yay. Uh, this thing doesn't happen to be uh, fiend or undead, is it? Uh, I'm going to say no. Yeah. Okay. For the shot. Uh, he takes eight points of damage. And I shall do it again. Go ahead. Uh, 24 to hit this time. That does heat. Oh, no good damage tonight. Uh, six, seven damage. Seven. Seven. Very well. All right. Uh, yes. So next up in the initiative order is the Greg. Okay. Um, so I'm 60 feet away from the console. Mm-hmm. Being a time maid, do I think I would have time to get to the console and put in commands or whatever we need to do with it? Um, the console is partially blocked by this thing, uh, by the tentacle being wrapped around it. So essentially, in order to access the console, you would have to climb on top of the thing. Okay, this is what I'm going to do. Okay. I'm going to move 30 feet towards the console. Mm-hmm. And I am going to a um. Oh, if I I could do a dome, but I might as well just not do a dome. Um, I am going to make a. I'm going to do my wall of force again. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to direct the wall of force so that it starts over the console mm -hmm. and basically makes a twenty foot by fifty foot ceiling towards me. So like a tunnel. Not necessarily a tunnel, but more of just like a a roof, or like okay. an overhang, or like an at like yeah, just something over. So, because the nice thing about wall of force is I get to force the creature to the other side of the wall. Oh, okay. So it it'll it'll basically I'm going to do it over the console so that when it when it pops into existence, it's gonna it's basically gonna push the tentacle up on top of the wall mm -hmm. and shelter me from underneath it. Okay. All right, so the uh, your spell goes off, and it works as intended. The creature is essentially pushed upward awkwardly. It's, like, slammed against this thing, and it's just, like, forced away. And you have a clear beeline towards the council. Okay, good. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Wait, 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 before any of this. I was reading about... No, Puck was the next in order. I apologize. Oh, okay. I mean, that wouldn't have changed my decisions, but... Um, I'd still be going forward to council. Okay. And, um, yeah. Uh, would that... It, it's on the council, though? Yeah, it's essentially it's wrapped around the cylinder, and at the base of the cylinder is the council. So it wrapped around from the base, you know, and it wrapped around once and twice counterclockwise. All right. Um, well, pretty much got nothing to do but the council. Uh, the only other thing I could do is try and cast the spell, which is kind of already in place, though. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, I can try it. Like, hey, how about a genuine banishment spell? Like, not not, not uh, like this time-free stuff, but like actual banishment, like send you to another plane thing. Well, you can try. I was going to say that's technically what mine should have done, but Puck wouldn't have known that, I guess. Well, okay. yours, yours uh, did, it didn't well. send it to another plane. It sends it to another time. It's the same plane, but different time. This one will be sending it to a different... It's home plane, possibly. Oh, well. Feels this is 17 to try. Is that how we're going to finish the rest of my campaign? Is we're just going to banish everything? <laughs> do it's, what you want to do. It's a seven, I got nothing else to do. It's a... Uh, 17 um, charisma. <laughs> okay. How charismatic is this tentacle? <laughs> We're just going through all the It's stats. very charismatic. It gets all the Japanese schoolgirls. Um, I was just for a larf. I was just going to roll this uh, roll to see if I can make it because it actually has a minus three to charisma. Wait. So That's I got through. I rolled a natural twenty on this, so it's very um, it was tentacle. It's been I in many movies. <laughs> yeah, I was. It's very it, wasn't, it, wasn't gonna, it wasn't gonna work anyway, but it's just like I just want you to know I made the safe. All right, because <clears throat> what was the DC? This one's a movie star. This one's uh, that's it's just very um, it's got a magnetic personality, I guess. What was the spell DC though? I'm just curious. Seventeen. Seventeen. I had, oh, make, okay. I had to make a seventeen charisma check. I have a minus three to my charisma because I'm basing this off a creature, and uh, I rolled a net twenty. So I made the save. You damn right. You damn right. All right. So uh, now it's Greg's turn, and Greg did basically everything that he wanted to do. So. Um, Let's see. I apologize. That was me not reading my notes right. Um, and then we have Silva. So this wall is like creating like a. It's like a ceiling. Is it just like or like a shelter around? Yeah. So it's kind of pushed the tentacle up, uh -huh. and oh, like so now, like we can go underneath it mm -hmm. for ten minutes. But <laughs> like I couldn't shoot through it. No, you cannot no. shoot through it. But you're far enough away because it's it's basically fifty feet. But it's probably big enough to hit something. It's fifty yeah. feet between the where the console is and then like away from the pillar. But you didn't unwrap it. You're no, just... but I pushed it up. Okay. So when I cast it, I would I have to pick which side basically it pushes it to. Mm -hmm. And technically because it's wrapped around the console and everything, it's huge. Mm -hmm. So I just had it pushed to the other side of the force wall. So I had it push up as opposed to like down. Okay. Um, I'm probably gonna keep between Greg and Puck bum rushing towards the console. But then I will shoot. Because I should be yeah, then I should be able to hit something if it's big enough. It's not like it's covered. Shoot with my bow. How about a twenty-six? That hits. With 13 damage. Oh, dang. And attack number two. Go ahead. Ooh, 16. That does not hit. Okay. Then I'm good. Okay. So next up is Kyle. 
Uh, let's take a shot at it. All right. Does that eliminate any melee from it? Because you completely like lifted it off. Well, the melee are still like sixty feet away from the console. No melee from the tentacle. I mean, like technically, I think what it's attacking with is, is the tip, and the tip was 60 feet away from the console. Anyway. Just the tip. Yeah, just the tip. Uh, 20 20 to hit. What was that, Sarah? 20 to hit. 20 does hit. Ooh. Uh, 10 damage. Okay. And does it? Alrighty. Alright, so now it is the monster's turn. So how wide is this uh ceiling, you said? Uh I made it twenty feet wide. Okay, so it was basically by you at uh ten feet away, so so Yeah, so I if I'm thirty feet away from the console, technically it extends twenty feet past me or back. Okay. Alright, so if it say it stretched out more and then it went underneath the wall. Um, let's see, 50 feet of movement. So you were at that. Uh, I think it could still technically attack you. Well, but okay, so I was 60 feet away from the console. I moved 30 feet closer to the thing and made a 50-foot wall. Oh, 50 feet up. Okay, so let's see. No, not 50 feet up. I made it just uh, just over the console, so I didn't make it very tall. I guess oh, however tall the console is. Okay, so, well, you can just say 10 feet. So, essentially, it's 50 sure. feet long? It's 50 feet long, 20 feet wide, and it's 10 feet off the ground. Okay. So, uh, before, the creature was essentially 10 feet away from you, so you moved up 20 feet past where it's original, where it was original stopping point. Um, oh, yeah, okay. So, and this thing's like 10 feet wide. And let's just say it's fairly, it's gargantuan, so it's fairly big wide. So if it moved to the side, got underneath it, it's got 50 feet of movement plus a 10 foot reach. So I'm still assuming I can attack you. Jesus, why is it going for me? <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh. uh, so uh, because you're the one doing this, you did the magic sparkly stuff. Yeah, and I don't have any more of those spells. Went in first, <laughs> Stupid yeah. Bigsby's hand took up my spell slot for that. Okay, so, uh, let's see. Okay, so I get two attacks, actually. So this, uh, this thing has multi-attack. So, first thing I'm going to hit you with is another attempt at the stinger. Let's see, does a 17 hit? Yes. Um, Wait, I'm going to you... have you re-roll that, though. I was about to say, sure. where did you move to, Greg? Are you you climbed you jumped up? No, he I didn't jump there. anywhere. I just I went house. thirty feet towards the console. Okay, never mind. Oh, but that's true because wait, but had Bardis moved up already? He was attacking it. Because if Bardis is a melee, doesn't that give him a, does that give him an opportunity to attack if it moved towards me? Well, that's the thing. It was pushed twenty like it was pushed twenty feet up, so. Not the whole thing, I imagine. Well, the maybe tip, it was. Well, the tip yeah, of it was, okay. yeah, where everything basically from between you and the council was pushed up. Okay. Also, I just wondered how far away you were. If you moved up towards me or how far you moved, because I could... No, you can, basically, oh, he would basically move... No, that's yeah. fine. That's fine. Yeah. I got it. I got it. Good. Yeah. He would move... Okay, so, so I have to re-roll my attack? 
Yeah. Because um, I'm not going to lie to you, my second roll was actually higher, so... Oh, great. <laughs> yeah, it still hit. Okay, so, let's see. Let's see. All right, so... Un, deux, trois. Okay, you take ten points of piercing damage. Oh, why did... Oh, you're not going to let me retcon that, are you? And go back. Nope. Oh. Oh. Time magic. Yeah. No, I would have. Um, I realized I shouldn't have done that. I could have done shield. Oh well. Okay. So, um, I need you to make me ten points. Ten points of piercing damage, and I need you to make me a Constitution saving throw. Uh, I'm pretty good at those. Uh, it's a twenty-three. Okay, so you make your save. Take 21 points of poison damage. Oh ah. my god. Oh, Silva so doesn't like poison. So, okay. what's your fourth character idea? Seriously. <laughs> Alright, so now come for the second attack. Alright, so does a 16 hit you? Yeah. Okay, so let's do this again. Wait, I thought that's not another stinger attack, is it? No, this time, this time, its entire maw is stretching out and trying to swallow you whole. Oh, okay. Yum. Even okay. better. So, so I probably needed to roll um, concentration on that too. Okay, so that is um twenty four piercing damage. Oh. And could I get another DC saving throw? This time, dexterity. Plus four. Uh, 16. You do not make it. Uh, let's see. You are now... Sw- you essentially have been consumed by that tentacle. Uh, currently, you are blinded uh, and restrained. Let's see. And let's see. Uh, essentially, you still can do stuff. You can cast uh, as far as much as restrained allows. Let's see. And you have basically you can do you're blinded you can't see anything and you are restrained which mean, basically means you have a movement speed of zero, uh, you yeah. have disadvantage on all dexterity throws and that type of stuff. Hey, you can't uh, miss and you disintegrate. That's true. Okay, so, uh, and that is uh, the creature's turn. So we're back at the top of the initial order, and uh, the thing just ate the new guy. I think I need to check and see if I maintain concentration on my uh, wall of force, too. Okay. Uh, I'll look into that, and I'll figure it out in a second here. Mm-hmm. Oh, we'll I mean, you use the wall of force to push it away from the console, right? Yeah, but i it's a concentration spell, so I need to make sure I can maintain it. Right. So, I need to know if I'm running to the console to try and hit buttons while it's the wall of force okay. is still up or not. Whenever you take damage while you are concentrating on a spell, you must make a constitution saving throw to maintain your constitution concentration. The DC equals 10 or half the damage you take. Okay. Whichever number is higher. So well, you took 31 points of damage? Well, but it's separate sources. So I got to do it for each source of damage. The first one was 10 damage. Mm-hmm. So that is a, yeah, I made like a 20... Three. Oh, and I get an advantage on it. But I made the first one. Okay. Um, and then the second attack did how much damage to me then? 
Uh, it was 21 poison damage. 21 poison. So I need to do... I need to make a concentration roll of 11. Mm-hmm. Which I do. I'll do the advantage just in case. Okay. Um, and then wasn't there a third damage? Yeah, that was the bite. That was the bite. So that was, I think, uh, 24. Okay. So that's 12. I got a beat. So let's luckily I have advantage. Okay. Yeah, and I got a net 20 on that. So yeah, I maintain concentration so that wall of force is still up. Okay. All right. So with that wall of force, do we still have access to the... Uh... The panelist, the path to the panel is still open as far as you can say, as you can tell. I looked at Puck and go, Puck! You seem to be able to read these things. You get to the panel ASAP. And I look up at the thing and I'm like, I'm going in for the kid. And I will use my daggers and I will stab into it as I start using my daggers to climb the tentacle like I used axes to climb a tower so long ago. Why does this okay. seem like Drax, like trying to get the tentacle in the beginning of Guardians Two? Yeah. Okay. His skin okay. is his, his skin is uh, weaker or thinner on, on the, the inside. That's, okay. that's not how skin works. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna need you to roll attacks. I'm gonna, to get I'm gonna start. Yeah, I'm gonna start Kratos. I'm gonna start like Shadow of the Colossus. Climb this thing while attacking it with my daggers. <laughs> okay. So, uh, do you want me to roll climb or just roll attacks? First, roll attacks, and then give me climb at a disadvantage since this thing is a moving thing. Okay. Uh, okay. First attack with the magic dagger. Nat twenty. All right. Which, yay! It's a D four, so you know. And I rolled a two, so that's four plus five. That's nine damage on the first hit. Okay. And then I will use two weapon fighting to strike with the offhand weapon for my. Bonus action. Um, wait, let me double check. The two What's your attack roll? Hold on, I'm, I haven't rolled it yet. Uh, gotcha. You use a bonus action. You don't add your ability modifier to the damage for this one. Okay. Uh, that is a 17 plus 8. If it's more than plus 25. one. Yeah, you make the attack. And he will take an additional five damage. Okay, so essentially you have buried your daggers into the flesh of this tentacle. Um, like I said, you um, let's give you... I want... First, I want you to roll your climb, which will be at a disadvantage, please. All right, so do you want me to roll dex or acrobatics? Mm, let's do... Let's do acrobatics. All right. With a disadvantage, that is a 15. Okay. So um, I'm going to say you don't succeed in climbing the thing yet. I want you to roll me a, 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 a second athletics. Can I go with acrobatics? Sure. Was that one also a disadvantage? Uh, I'm going to not give you no disadvantage on this one. 14. Okay, so uh, you don't make it. So uh, as you climb into this, as you stab into this thing, you know, 
ichor and various fluids flow onto your hands and seeing as you are um this is the thing is a flailing living creature uh you kind of lose grip on one of you lose your grip on one of your daggers in your non-dominant hand i'm gonna give you one more chance roll me in acrobatics no disadvantage just give me a straight acrobatics roll to see if you can maintain your grip on the other dagger Won't let me do sneak attack. Won't let me mend its mouth shut, making me lose my daggers. Yeah, I wish you would have mended its mouth shut now. <laughs> it would have been. It would have well, been not like now. Not now. Uh, 20, <laughs> not now. No. <laughs> Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Okay, you made it. So you maintain your grip on this thing, but it's still essentially a moving creature. So um, I'm gonna have that be your turn. So you're just you know, hanging on there for right now. So wait, did I lose my grip on my offhand dagger? Or do I have I lost that dagger for now? Uh yes. You've lost your grip on it. Alright. But you need to maintain your grip better. Says the guy that's inside the creature right now. Yeah. Alright. No, no biggie. Right. Okay. Yeah, you Ball. take crushing damage and they're on its turn too. No, not crushing. More acid. Ah. It's on okay. its turn. It gives me a turn. That's it. Okay, so um, let's see. Uh, Bardis, you are up. Hmm. Let's see now, with everything that's happened, how far is it really for me then? Because it would be okay. 20 feet that Greg had moved past me that he got consumed, right? Yeah, so essentially it's like 10 feet in front of you. Okay. Um, I am going to just... Uh, I'm angry. I just saw it eat somebody, so I'm going to go ahead and just really move towards it aggressively and continue to bash it as best as I can. Farewell. Go ahead. Or I guess I could ask for a DM ruling on if I could attempt to wrangle this end of the tentacle, even though I can't grip the whole monster. No. Just the tip. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say no. What if somebody made me um, a large creature? Perhaps at that point, yes. Okay, well, I'll just rage, rage at it. Uh, Eighteen to hit. Uh, that does hit. Okay. That is the okay. That is the number you need to hit to hit. Uh, he takes eight damage, or it takes eight damage. Okay. And yeah, I rolled my nat 20 for the night. Woo! Woohoo! Uh, Wait, did Dom just woohoo for that? Do we need a nat 20 noise? I'm here to celebrate everybody's successes. Yeah, you suck me up. Unfortunately, though, I apparently can't roll over a three for damage. So that's five plus six. So he takes 11 more damage. Okay. And (sighs) 
Yeah, I can't shove him either because of his size. Well, can... um, Pew. That's basically all I got for right now. So I just get angry and just start bashing him after seeing him what happened. Like, yeah, let him go up. Okay. All right. So we are at Puck. Um, did Bardus say I want to be bigger out loud, or because I'm distracted trying to get to the council? No, I mean, no. There's no way he's gonna. No, like, he's not gonna be shouting yeah. like "fuck enlarge me." I don't. No, no. <laughs> he's just he's just seething rage pummeling this thing at this point. All right. Um. I will continue my way towards the council, and I will cast a spell on it. It would need to make a wisdom save of 17. Are you casting a spell on the council? Yeah. No, the not the spell on the council. No. The, the tentacle. Can't you get to the council? Yeah, I'm, I'm going towards the council. Can I get to the council? Because um, you move to the right, correct? Yeah, because uh, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. If there's a little then, safety uh, wall of force there, I'd probably go under that. Yeah, but uh, since you moved to the right, you, and I believe you were prone, you were 15 feet to the right, and then on your other turn, did you move towards the council again? Yeah, I've been moving towards it as much as I can. Not making a beeline, though, obviously. So, until so it's okay, covered. So, so um, I'll make still continued progress towards the council. And then I'll cast a spell. Right, so essentially, essentially, you're now like, because uh, of it, you're coming in at a diagonal. I'd say you're about forty feet away from it since you moved thirty feet last time. So yeah, you still got a ways to go before the council, unless you like dash. I don't have the dash. No, anybody can dash. It just costs your action to move again. Oh, well, I thought you had to have like that special dash thing. No, um, rogues can do bonus action dash, where they can still have an action, have a movement action, and and then move again for bonus. Okay. Then what I'll double rogue? move towards it then. Okay, so you're uh, essentially 10 feet away from the castle. So that mean mean I could move 60 instead of 30, so... Yeah, so you're still 10 feet away. 10 feet away, yeah. Wait, I thought you said you were 40 feet away from it. Yeah, uh, that would be after when he was moving. Move. Yeah, that's after a thirty-foot move. So uh, with a six-foot move, he's ten feet away. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's your turn. So next up would be Greg. Good. I would like to cast a mention door. Okay. Okay. So that is for those of you that like to listen to when we explain things. You mm -hmm. teleport yourself from your current location to any other spot within range, which is 500 feet. Mm. You arrive at exactly the spot desired. It can be a place you can see, when you can visualize, or when you can describe by stating distance and direction. So I'm going to visualize the console and oh, teleport not, to the console. Not the elevator? <laughs> I, I want to go to the elevator. <laughs> that That's in space right now. Oh, okay. That's true. That's true. Um, so yeah, I'm going to dimension door to the console. Okay. And then uh, if I can, can I use my bonus action to access the console? 
Um, I'm going to say you're still slightly disoriented from being inside the digestive system of a uh, cosmic horse. So I'm going to be like, I'm going to say you're, you're the concentration it takes to, you know, cast a spell while inside the belly, of, literally inside the belly of a beast. Okay. Then uh, I'm going to use at least, I'm going to use my movement then to kind of pivot around the console to be like as far away as I can be from the tentacle. Okay. Because I ain't getting near that shit again. Mm-hmm. And then I'm good. Okay, no problem. All right, so next up, I believe, is Silva. Um, I'm going to still kind of be between the tentacle and Puck. So kind of following Puck, but being staying in between them. And then okay. do some, throw some shots. Uh, 24 for 13 damage. Okay. And another 24. All right. Ooh, for eight damage. Okay. That's all I got. You got it. Okay. Next up, excuse me, uh, Kyle. I will shoot at it. Alrighty, roll it. 24 to hit. Uh, that does hit. 5 damage. Alrighty, 5 damage it is. That means it is the monster's turn. Alright, so it kind of undulates and do, does all that stuff. It kind of looks... You can't tell. Uh, we, you're not 100% sure, but it looks like slightly annoyed that uh, a meal that it just ate as a, no, is not a meal anymore. So it kind of wraps itself around the wall of force, and you notice that, uh, Greg, uh, by you, the piece of the tentacle that's still there kind of like bubbles and undulates, and then a stinger flies out of that part of the uh, that part of the tentacle. I'm gonna roll to attack. Uh, attack who? You, Greg. Okay, you are going <laughs> to. Um, what are you doing now? Oh, I have temporal stunt at sixth level. I can cast. As <laughs> a reaction. Oh, as uh, a reaction. You lose your disintegrate, don't you? Yeah, but I don't need to disintegrate it. I need to stay mm-hmm. alive. Um, so uh, that is going to... Yeah, wisdom saving throw. Okay. How much do I have to make? 17. Okay. Living is preferable. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see. I want to know how it saw me if I ran around the pillar. We don't know how it sees, do we? Yeah, it doesn't have eyes. Like, I was saying, like, tremor sense or just blind sight? Or... All right, so I may, it's, uh, I only minus three, so uh, 15. So okay, and it is, it is in the same state it was in the last time. We all get free rounds. <laughs> okay. Oh, that was blowing some high-level spell slots, but oof. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, so um, it's same state it was before. So does that mean it reverts, like it loses a turn? Well, it it's now, yeah, now it's done until um, its next turn. 
Like, it technically should be banished, but if we do it the same way we did last time, it's the same spell. Okay, okay. Mm, let's see. You know what? Yeah, I'll give it to you. <laughs> okay. All right, so we are back at the top of the initiative. Uh, Theus, what are you going to do? Uh, well, I see that this isn't working. Um, I think Theus is going to tighten his grip on the dagger. He says, hold on and try to kick off the creature and take his dagger with him. Okay, so and land back and land back on the floor. Uh, let's do okay. I am, so... I am I am withdrawing my dagger and not trying to climb it anymore. Okay, um, in give me an acrobatics. Why? How far up was I up on the creature? <laughs> I mean, you're still hanging onto it as it's moving around, so. This is the episode where Dom doesn't let let Steve have fun. Um, that's an eighteen acrobatics. Okay, I'm just gonna say that I'm just gonna have you, you know, pull it out, you know, safely, and you make a landing. You had to fall like ten feet, but with your acrobatics, you were agile enough to, you know, not break anything from a ten foot drop. Well, um, you could have like slipped and fell and smashed your head against the floor. But you know you didn't do that. Gonna. Deus is speaking in the third person. <laughs> Deus is just really scared and really like done with this man. Yeah, something like that. Uh, Theus is gonna go ahead and sheathe his dagger, pull out his bow, and start backing away. Uh, before okay. taking a shot at it. Okay. Take your, you know what? Take your one shot. <laughs> uh, that's a 26 to hit. It does hit. Uh, and that will be 14 damage. Okay. So that's okay. Alrighty. Uh, Bardis, you are up. Cool. Okay. Has this thing moved? It's still in the same general area, right? It's still in the same spot, thanks to Greg. Cool. <laughs> you know, this has worked out so well for me, and I'm still angry and have bloodlust. So, <gasps> yeah, I rolled another nat 20. Man, these dice are good to me tonight. I like now make your other ones count. <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, I only do a D6 worth of damage because it's not an undead or a fiend. Oh. So, um, 8 plus 6. 14 damage on the okay. first attack. And, yeah, I rolled balls on that one. So, so, as soon as I celebrate the dice, they bless me with a 3. So, a grand total of 11. It does not. That's okay. I forgive you. And unfortunately, 
too many size categories higher. I can't push them or do many things else. So unfortunately, right now and and just stupid bloodlust. That's all I got. Okay, so puck. You are ten feet away from the council. The wall is still up, and yeah. I move ten feet towards the council. Okay. Now what, what? can I do? Does uh, it turn on? Uh it um it does not turn on. You see a slot for a diamond. A diamond. You know, kind of like the crystals that you saw like come out of Theos's uh bag. Hmm. I don't have one of those. Um Yeah. Anyone got a diamond? I try to do whatever I can to turn it on. Um, I'm imagining the scene from Zoolander where they're kind of like monkeys on the computer. Yeah. Hey, I used that last time when Bart <laughs> to activate the thing. Um, you touch it, you press it, you, you do... What, what does the crystal anything. look like, by the way? Uh, it's essentially like a per... It's essentially like a perfect cube. It's just... It's How just, big? You know... Um, I'd say about... Two inches across on each side. Hmm... What I is just, the monetary value of that diamond? <laughs> priceless. Okay, it's two inches. Damn. Okay, I was gonna say like I have a bag of magical D and D dice. <laughs> I was just gonna dram a D six in there. <laughs> well, I mean, Theus does carry a whole all of his gem hoard with him, so maybe he has a diamond. Diamond. I'm just screaming diamond <laughs> okay. while I. And trying to figure it out. Okay. All right. So is that your turn? Um, the best I could do, since it's not moving, is I can try and cast a spell on it. Okay. In the meantime, what spell do you cast? Confusion. Specifically, what level? What level of spell do you cast? On wait, are you casting on the creature or on the council? Well, I can't cast anything on the council. Unless I destroy the council. Well, is that, not that attitude? Uh, um, destroying the council is an option. Casting stuff on the council is an option. No, I was going to cast uh, confusion on the the creature. Okay. And that's a seventeen wisdom. All righty. Uh, I'm going to say that one does not work. Okay. All right. Though, as you cast the spell, you see some amount of, like, the magical... You feel some of the amount of the magical energy kind of go off in a different direction. Not towards the creature, but actually towards the, the device you're next to. 
some of my confusion went towards I'm confused. Some of the magical energy used to used to create the spell, yes, went towards that. Huh. Okay. All right. Okay. So fuck, that's a turn. Next up, next up is Greg. All right. Greg, I'm moving back I, around the. I console. could speak, right? And just let Greg yes. know that hey, this thing just absorbed some of my magic. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and go to the console and try to activate the thing. Okay. It does. It does not work. Uh, you can you. I'm assuming you touch it, you prod it, all that good stuff. I, I mean, whatever we've been doing, I guess. Essentially, uh, essentially, what happens before is a magical a magical rock floats out of Theos's pants, and then the thing turns on. But this has not happened. Try casting something non-destructive on it. Um, non-destructive? Yeah, mm -hmm. just in case. Mm. It's like, well, well, then that didn't work. Tony, quick question. What level of uh, confusion did you cast that spell at? Like, what slot? That was a fourth level. Okay. Um... I don't have a lot of spells that are not damaging that would cast at things. <laughs> well, I wasn't even casting at it. I cast at the tentacle and it absorbed it. So maybe just aim past it. Aim at the tentacle with the damaging spell and maybe it'll absorb it. Alright, what I'm going to do is I'm going to use Pulse Wave. Mm -hmm. So it's a third level spell. Right. It's a cone. All right. So it's a 30-foot cone. And I'm going to direct it kind of like next to the console, but towards the tentacle. All right. And what does it do specifically? Uh, pulse wave. You create an intense pressure, unleash it in a 30-foot cone, and decide whether the pressure pulls or pushes creatures and objects. Each creature in the cone must make a constitution saving throw. So it's a 17 con save. Okay. A creature takes 6d6 force damage on a failed save, or half as much on a successful one. All right. And every creature that fails the save is either pulled 15 feet towards you, or pushed 15 feet away from you. So I'm going right. to do it as a push. Alright, and what was the DC? 17 con. Okay, so it made the con save. Okay, so it still takes half the damage. Alright. Roll the d6s. No, is that a six? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's the other one. Um, yeah. So that's ten. That's ten, and that's four. So that's 24, so it takes 12 points of damage. Okay, so how much... I'm sorry, how much was it? Uh, it was 24 total. Okay, so it takes 12. Yeah. All right. Does um, that do anything to the council? Uh, you notice, uh, as you cast a spell, some of the magical energy from the spell, like, is, instead of being, you know, put towards the spell, is pushed, uh, it's kind of pulled towards the council. Um, you guys see the faintest of light, 
the faintest of light, like, you know, appear in the council before dying down again. Okay. Um, and I used all my movement to get back to the council, so now I'm a sitting duck again. All okay. right. Can I get Silva's turn, please? Uh, can I touch Greg? How far away are you? Are you by the council? I was kind of having Puck's back. So I was heading towards the council. I don't know where all you moved. If I could... If, if I'm within 20 I'm feet, at 25 the now. feet of you. Well, I guess, how do you look? Do you look pretty... Uh, oh, I'm beat, beat to up? shit. <laughs> and covered in I want to try to muck. get to Greg. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I probably following Puck, I probably would have been close enough to do that. Okay. How does this council taking magic look? Is it pretty? Is it like shiny? Um, you mean uh, how does it look while it's sucking up magic, or how does it look yes. in <laughs> No, how does it look while it's sucking up magic? Um, it like whatever color of the magic of the spell that the guys are casting it looks like um, like streams of it are flowing into uh the diamond shaped receptacle on the council so Ooh, if that cool. since uh force i think is invisible you, you know you didn't see it but and confusion i think it was like if it sparkles like a <laughs> couple of streams of sparkles went towards the receptacle okay <laughs> Uh, I'm going to cast a third level Cure Wounds on Greg. Can I borrow an 8? A what? A D8? Eight. Do you not have a D8? Oh, because you need a I need a 3. This is what I add. Uh, plus my spellcasting ability. Ooh. Um, you get 20 hit points. Hey, I'll take it. Does any of my magic do that pretty stuff? Um. Yes. What, le what level did you cast it at? Third level. Third level. Okay, so uh, you feel the same, th the same weird thing. Uh, hmm. It takes a portion of the energy that was going towards the spell, and it um, looks like it goes towards the council. Uh, the thing, you know, lights up again slightly. You see this time instead of just like general light, it seems like certain symbols appear for like half a second before disappearing and the council dies again. Guys, I did it too. I'm excited. No. That's all I got. I'm still breathing. <laughs> Alright, so Kyle. The thing's still alive, right? Mm-hmm. Great. It's just waiting his turn. I, yeah. Um, I want to shoot at it. Try to knock it down a little bit more. Okay. 18 to hit. That hit. That roll sucked. Four damage. Okay. All right. So it is the monster's turn. So, um, oh, look, a smorgasbord. Oh. So, um, essentially, it uh, does the thing again where its skin uh, by Greg, uh, Silva, and Puck now um, undulates and bubbles. And then a stinger, like, bursts out of it and once again goes for Greg. It likes you. 
Mm-hmm. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, are you carrying anything? Do you have like like little like tentacle Scooby snacks on you or something? <laughs> I guess. You know, I wasn't serious when I said everybody needed to kill one of my characters as a DM. Okay, so um, does a let's see, does a twenty nine hit you? Uh, it, it's, uh, Yes. No, I'm gonna say no. <laughs> really close, but really, if you if you add up all the numbers, it yeah. just all the numbers on your cheat. <laughs> yeah, it might that might work. Okay. Get past plot. So, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I rolled I rolled the da- wrong damage die. I apologize. Let me get to it. Do it. It's too small. I got small or too big. Triple it. All right, twenty. Can you just use the tip? Uh, twenty-one piercing damage. And then make that constitution saving throw for me. Uh, And then I get to make a concentration after that, too. Oh, good. 24 constitution. All right. You take half damage at 21. Wait, I take half of 21? No, no. 21 is is half damage. Poison damage. That's delightful. So I take another 21 points of damage. Yeah. Yes. I feel like right now. I have three health. Oh. Let me okay. see if I maintain your, your character probably looks like he's like in anaphylactic shock right now. That one was definitely good. And that one should be good too. Okay. Uh Wall of Force stays. Okay. Um let's see. Are doing anything anymore? <laughs> so, okay. So, uh the piece the part of its the part of its body kind of like uh shifts uh, that's you know the tentacle that the stinger came out of the one that's hanging essentially the one that's on the wall of force 20 feet above you guys it kind of like shifts to the side and uh on the side of the skin uh a row of teeth just appears and bursts open and uh silva you're under attack now okay i don't like that this thing can have mouths wherever it wants <laughs> It's what happens. It what it's what happens. I don't know how it's attacking us like this one. No, it can't bite. It's ten feet above us. It's got a ten foot reach from its mouth. Yeah, yeah. Got a tongue. It's kind of like an alien, like the like the extendo mouth alien. Oh. Okay, Silva, <laughs> if, if you could please, uh, could you tell me if a twenty one hits you? Yes, I should have made a tunnel. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's see. One, two, three, and then uh, that is uh, 20 piercing damage. Okay. All right, and then could you please make a dexterity saving throw for me? 24. Okay, you are not consumed by this creature. I need another okay. turn. I have an idea, but I need another <laughs> turn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, let's see. We're back at the top of the initiative. Thanks. Uh, I'll shoot it with my bow. Go ahead. Uh, that is a 17 to hit. 17 to hit? Uh, that does not hit. All right, I'm done. <laughs> All right, Bardis. <laughs> Angry um, pummel. Um, 
23 to hit. It hits. Well, damage. Fuck me. Seven damage. Okay. Yeah, hey, I rolled another nat 20. I love this. This die is... Go ahead. Uh, even though I do shit damage. Seven. Uh, 13 damage. Okay. And that's my turn. Alrighty. Next up is Puck. Alright, I am going to aim at the creature, which is it right next to Silver right now? It's basically hovering 10 feet above her. Um, so I'll aim a cone of cold in that direction that's not hitting Silva, okay. but near enough to the council that it can do something hopefully. A cannon. <laughs> I, the, the cone of cone does the same damage as the cannon. No, that's fair. Cone of cold's pretty good. Okay. All right, so I'll do that. It needs a con save of 17. 17, okay. Uh, it makes a 19, so it makes it. Okay, so then it takes half damage, which would be then 48. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll do 88 well, divided by 2, right? 88 and just divide by half, yeah. So it takes about... It takes 19 damage. Okay. We'll just round up. Okay, 20 then. And then, so, 20. anything anything happen with that? Uh, what level did you cast a spell? It's a fifth level. Oh. Okay, perfect. Okay. All right, so, uh, once again, you feel magic being siphoned, uh, some magic being siphoned away. Um, now you can clearly see uh symbols on the council um uh but it doesn't last long it la- uh, I cast it again on a cold what can you do that or did, did you quicken it, it? <laughs> yeah i quicken it uh. okay go ahead gotta make another con save yeah <laughs> all right so i make the con save i rolled one higher than before so and I go one lower than before, so that is a 19. <laughs> okay. Uh, once again, the council turns on. It looks like it's looks like this time you can clearly read the symbols. They're all visible. It says uh, limiter release, uh, acknowledge or deny, but the council still dies after a second or two. Come on! I got this. No, yeah, like seriously, come right. on. Every, who's near me? It's just... I'm... T- you, yeah, get, you guys are next to me because we're all next, next to the to council. Okay. I don't know. Where it's my turn, right? Yes. Yeah, I just do my two fifth level spells. Greg, Greg's going to look at the council and go, Oh, I hope this works. And he's going to take the staff and tap it. And I'm going to cast Globe of Invulnerability. Mm-hmm. It is a sixth level spell, it surrounds a 10 foot radius around me. Okay. And in a mobile. Faintly shimmering barrier springs into existence in a 10-foot radius around you and remains for the duration, which is a minute. Okay, is that concentration? Uh, yes. So the wall of force collapses. Okay, so um, let's see. Bardis, you're right next to it, and but our... Okay, so 10-foot radius, so i assuming Silva and Puck are inside. That's what I assume, yeah. too. But it also is a 6-level spell that's held up constantly. Yeah, that's that siphoning power. In it. Wait, what did it do? 
Okay, so uh, Bardis, I'm gonna. Um, you know what? I'm gonna need you to give me a dexterity save. For getting the f out of the way as this thing falls out, because the wall of force suddenly disappeared. Yeah, it's it, that I I moved my concentration to this. So oh, a tentacle is falling out. Under yeah, east. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, I didn't know if they ever got close enough to be underneath it, but all right, hold on, let me. Make sure I get. Um, is this? Am I the only one being targeted by this? Well, it would. Uh, Puck, Silva, and Greg would have been, but they're in a, a globe of invulnerability. Okay. Uh twelve. Um. Okay. You uh don't move as quickly as you need to. You get out most of the way. Um, but your legs are pinned, so you're currently pinned underneath it for a little bit, and you give you take about, let's say, twelve points of bludgeoning damage. Um. Okay. So I'm prone then. Yes. Uh. Okay. Or. All right. Prone or what am I? Grappled, prone, restrained. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say prone. Except instead of being able to get up, you just use your half your movement. I'm gonna need you to do a strength check, but that's next turn on your next turn. Okay. Okay. All right. Silva. No, hold on. I cast my globe. Do I get <laughs> yeah, to but... hit the acknowledge button for a bonus action? What? Uh, the council does turn on. It's a six-level spell, right? Yeah, six-level spell, and it maintains for a minute. So it should okay. be feeding energy into it. In okay. Theory. So, um, yes, the council turns on. Uh, it looks like this time it stays on. Oh. And uh, you can hit whatever the symbol that you use, you know, says acknowledge. Yes, that one. All right, so uh, the device turns on uh it wears to life uh you see it uh you see it you just hear it start moving it glows up all the bells and whistles and um yep it's on uh the tentacle is still there but you do hear uh, a voice yeah kind of you know a familiar voice is like Fucking damn, you guys did it! You fucking did it! Yeah, uh, fuck right. you, do something about the tentacle now, you stupid computer <laughs> bitch. <laughs> so, Alright, I'm gonna move in I'm gonna move into position and we're gonna actually get this shit started. It's only gonna guys... take five minutes. <laughs> Alright. I'm gonna move into position. You guys take care of that thing. You're doing great. We take care of this thing. You take care of this thing. I am taking care of this thing. I'm taking care of the rest of it. Well, add this piece in too. Uh, it's gonna, but it's gonna take me a while to get into position. Okay, so can you like deal with the immediate threat, you little bitch? Nope. Fuck it. Dave throws his bow down. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, either way, either way, it's either way, it's uh, Silverstone. 
but she is in a completely un- inescapable glo- global force. So. But she's in an inescapable global force with me and Puck. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. She almost wants to be distracted by that. But uh, how does uh, Greg look over there? Uh, next uh, nearly dead. Even worse than before? I'm going to third level cure wounds again then. Okay. I was going to say, thank God there's someone here. Otherwise, there would have been me giving a medicine check. <laughs> I don't want that again. Eric doesn't want that again. <laughs> 13 this time still something okay uh, and then I'll just I just, be, uh, looking at the pretty lights around me okay okay i just have a quick completely unrelated question that has nothing to do with anything that might happen uh does the does the force uh like stop like would say a cloud of something entering it um, he just walked away. Let me look it up. Any spell of fifth level or lower cast from outside the barrier can't affect creatures or objects within it. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay, that's all I need to know. Thank the you. spell can target creatures, but ha- but has no effect on them. Wait, Simply what? The area mm-hmm. within... It's just for spells. Such a spell can... Yeah. Any yeah. spell of fifth any level sp- or lower. Yeah, it's just for... I'm reading it. Any spell of fifth level or lower cast from outside the very can't affect creatures. It It's not, it's okay. not stopping then, like, the tentacle there, itself. It, 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 it can still sting. No. No, it says nothing about physical. Oh. A globe of an immobile, faintly shimmering barrier springs into existence in a 10-foot radius around, remains for duration. Any spell of 5th level or lower cast outside can affect creatures or objects within. It has absolutely nothing to do with physical. Oh. It's a, a, a essentially spell armor kind of thing, not anything else. All right, so uh, once Eric gets back, y'all need to make some dexterity saves. Mm. Um, he's asking about your sh- Sorry, baby aggro. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so what, the, what are we looking for? The globe of invulnerability doesn't protect against physical things. Yeah. Like mouths. It's only for spells. We have to make a mouth check. Uh, but it's concentration, and we got to hit the button. Oh God! All right, so okay. please make me a dexterity saving throw. All of us, all of you. You were essentially right next to the base, and like, yeah. Uh, well, I can tell you right now that I got a eight. And Jackie got a ten. <laughs> All right, I got so a twenty, and Charlie walked away. No, no, Charlie already did his. Uh, I'm oh. assuming, uh, Kyle. I, I think is outside of the range because it's basically anybody who's essentially underneath the wall of force. Oh, I missed that part. Okay, so Tony, you managed to get out of the way. Silva and uh, okay, so this is before the whole healing thing, so it was retroactive. Silva and Greg take 12 points of bludgeoning damage. Wait, we're saying this is before the heal? 
Yeah, because basically uh, the thing fell and... After you put uh, 12. Everybody takes 12 bludgeoning. Okay. Okay. So let's see. Uh, um, okay. Trapped underneath and. Essentially, you're like, you know, um, yeah, 20, 20, you know. 20. Mm-hmm. and then, um, she still gets an action, though. No, I'm gonna take this as like a full thing, you have to like really, like, <clears throat> okay, so, so then she didn't actually do the cure wounds, which mm-hmm. I think she had done at a third level, so that one's not actually taken up, okay, okay. But you know, with the globe of invulnerability, you still hit the thing, so it still turns on. So right, right, right. And Kara essentially said, "Yay, you fucking did it! You fucking did it!" Okay, now she needs to kill that shit so you can get my body out of there. Okay, so uh, Sarah, or sh- I should say, Kyle. Hmm. Oh, and the orb goes down. By the way, mm-hmm. <laughs> as soon as I drop. Mm-hmm. So um, I. He had sort of like a weird potty bladder, um, something breaks. So um, uh, Kyle will currently hold her action. She walked okay. away for a second. Gotcha. All right, then we are at the top of the initiative order. Theus, are you still throwing your hissy fit? Yeah, Theus will still throw his hissy fit. Say, you know what? I didn't sign up for some goddamn tentacles. Okay. So, um, this is not what I signed up for. Um, yeah, he's going to pull out that shard of the gift sword thing and try to teleport out. He's done. Uh, Theus, um, you attempt to uh, you attempt to uh, teleport out, but um, it kind of feels like you start it, but it doesn't like. It's like it's a failed attempt. It it doesn't it doesn't work. It, it like starts working and then something just keeps it from working all the way. So you're still there. All right. Um, I guess I guess they will try to get around to try to help him get Bardis out from under it. Okay. Um. Let's see. Essentially, I'll let you uh, roll up strength tech to help Bardis, and uh, do it at advantage because you know both of you are trying to you know do it. Uh, I give Bardis a 10 of help. All right. Mm, you know, what? I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say you do it. You get Bardis out of there. Here you go, big guy. So otherwise I'm rolling like a super athletics check and I, 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 I bench press about as 
Batman. So okay, so essentially, Bart is so with Theus's help. Instead of being a full round action, it is actually just a move action to get out from underneath the tentacle and stand up. So what do you do? Get up from the tentacle. Mm-hmm. You still have an action. You are like right next to it. No, I still have. Okay, well, I have an attack action, right? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to swing at it because I'm very angry. Okay. <sighs> grand total of 10. To attack. Yeah, and a grand total of 17. You missed both. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, okay. Who's next? Who's next? Um Okay, Greg. Uh Puck. Puck. Uh I'm gonna see what I can do to help out. Uh wait, Silva is up and out or no? Silva uh Silva is up and is up and out. Silva's up, but just not. Alright, then I'm gonna try and get the, the Greg out. Like, pull him with all of my eight strength. All right, so um, roll for it. <laughs> Greg's not rolling anything, but yeah. Eight. All right, so you try and try and try, but you really can't move him out of from underneath there. Uh, let's see. Uh, Greg, um, then that takes your turn. Uh, Greg, you need to make a death death save, right? Sure do. A net one. Oh my goodness, that's oh, two so. failures. Okay, looks like someone needs a medicine check. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> oh, wow. looks, looks like okay. someone needs to get pulled out from under a tentacle. All right, so Silva. It's better that I. Just It'd probably be better that you heal me. Do you want to do a medicine check, or should I? You well, basically, I you basically see uh, Greg's feet underneath there. Oh, it's like the the Wicked Witch the of the West. Of... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the feet just curl up. Oh. Um, I'll cure wounds. Third level. Oh, you're using magic to heal. Yeah. Was seventeen. Okay. So what does that heal? What does that do for you? Seventeen healing. But you have death saves. How does it, that work? Yeah, but I are, it, it, once I get healed, I technically come back to life. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. I'm back to conscious. Yeah, okay. you stabilize by any points of actual healing, even if it's just a yeah. point. Mm-hmm. Okay, so basically, essentially, he makes fifteen hit points back then. Seventeen. Seventeen. 17. Okay. okay. Either way. All right, so uh, to hurry this along, uh, um, Kyle, what do you do? What is there to do? Well, the tentacle, killing it. <laughs> the tentacle is still alive, and that's the most immediate threat. The thing is on, but you feel like you wouldn't be able to progress unless this thing is dead, so. 24 to hit. It hits. Quick question, Sarah. Do you do one point of damage? It's that close? What? It literally I has one four. hit point I left. I would have stuck one of my arrows in. <laughs> <laughs> I got to kill it. Uh, six damage. You 
you kill it. It got to kill me. <laughs> okay, so uh, not to be the bearer of bad news, but for one last thing, uh, for one last thing, uh, it explodes. Ah, you into oh, a cloud shit. kill cloud. Oh, that's joyful. So everybody essentially next to it, which is everybody except Kyle, because I think Kyle kept back. I'm underneath it. Does that not count? <laughs> Oh, you you're, you're like underneath it, like you know, like you're supposed to stay away from smoke. <laughs> as soon as you breathe the breath of life, you breathe the poisonous cloud. Probably. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, I well, just gonna, like it. We're gonna we're gonna finish this up real quick. It's gonna explode into a twenty foot radius around. It's the essentially the entire tentacle explodes into a cloud kill. Everything around the tentacle within twenty feet gets a it gets hit by the cloud kills. So, run me a uh, Constitution saving throw. Everybody, just, everybody except Kyle, run me a Constitution saving throw. Seven. Okay. Uh, I had a natural 20, so 26. Okay. 18. Thank God. Okay. 23. All right, so essentially everybody that made above um, a hit 19 and above take 11 damage. Everybody that didn't make 19 take 22. Did you make it? Oh. <sighs> Are you back down again? Uh, no, I'm no. good. I'm at six hit points. I mean, All good right. is relative. All right. Um, I think I can. I think I can wrap this up in the next 10, 15 minutes, if you will allow me. That's the first damage I took this time. I was going to negate some. You really so... like some. Oh, cool. Well, I negate seven of it. All right. So. Uh, essentially, the thing explodes uh, along the entire length of the tentacle. It explodes into this noxious fume. Um, as the tentacle explodes, the hole in the ceiling starts, you know, sucking up air. Mm. But immediately afterwards, uh, the warning sound, gorilla hull breach in detected, safety measures, you know, initiated. And then, um, uh, essentially, you know, the thing is still worrying, and the doors at the other end of the uh, at the other end of the room open. It's like, all right, and then you hear Car again. Okay, I have complete control again, guys. If I'm gonna, it's time to see, it's time to end this. So, meet me up at the meet me up at the bridge and ob observation deck. Can we now? just go to the Where's bridge? <laughs> yeah. So, you all make your way to the bridge. You know, and uh, what you see as you enter it is just a huge set of windows um it's kind of hard to at first you don't know exactly what you're looking at because you're looking at a black void with many pin pricks of light and to everyone's left you see an absolutely massive um absolutely massive sphere like uh you're not exactly sure what you're looking at but um as you make your i'm assuming everybody goes over to that side of the window sure sure all right as you go over there um you notice that it you're looking upon this you can't even tell the scale of it but it's this massive fear floating in this black void of pinprick light 
and you see this sphere this sphere is completely covered in flesh and and tentacles and maws filled with teeth that you know the scale of it completely like boggles the mind and um at one point and looks like but it looks like this where the you're moving like uh the your view is slightly turning and looks like your foc- it looks like the ship is trying to focus on a single point uh in the center of the sphere um looks like uh a weird dome of light that's being slowly cracked and crumbled like a glass like as if it was glass and above that dome is what looks like a piece of of obsidian just kind of sh- kind of like shining in fr- uh from the light of all these um uh, you know what looks like stars um and uh basically and then you hear Kara say yeah that's how much the shit has hit the fan the entire world except for the prison has been consumed and from behind you you hear uh like air being released like and you see various white gases um you know spurt out uh, spurt out of the ceiling as what looks like um a, some sort of almost casket like device slowly descend from the ceiling and then it uh you hear uh like a like air uh the sound of air escaping very quickly as more gases like shoot out of this thing and it slowly opens and you see um a desiccated corpse just like connected uh to, to the more of the, to the device to this uh casket via countless tubes and wires and such things um, and this thing, uh, the corpse is essentially skin on bones, literally just skin stretched over bone. And for the most part, it looks like dried out and dead and husky, except for uh, one eye socket where an eye, a very much still alive eye is like looking between all of you. And uh, you hear Carr's voice is like, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I've looked better, but um, it's... It's been a while, and um, what you're looking at is is me. What's left of me? Oh, oh, that's wow. Yeah, it's taken a lot of my strength, a lot of my power for us to get this far. Um, I'm going to. I'm going to release Larry, and that's going to take the last of my power. Um, I'm going to have enough to send you back after this, because once once I unleash everything, that's what the limiters were for. They didn't want me to use my full power to end this sooner than it... I could have ended this sooner if the limiters were off, but I couldn't do anything from inside the ship. And Larry couldn't do anything from inside his prison. And um, you hear the announcements, uh, target, uh, targeting reticle. 
targeting reticle set, awaiting final activation. Uh, she kind of like, uh, you don't hear anything for a second or two, and then Kara says, thank you. Thank you for your help. Um, this is it, so uh, pardon me for being a bit nervous. <laughs> and then, uh, well, let's make it one last fucking hurrah, huh? And then you hear, you kind of feel, especially all the magically inclined people, you feel just a massive amount of power suddenly welling up. And you see um, from, you don't know where this beam is coming from, but this absolutely massive beam of energy just erupts forward. And it kind of, you see it going towards um, that uh, black obsidian like chunk of rock that's floating above uh, the sky the the dome that's being shattered and um from your perspective like the beam is absolutely massive at the start but then it just kind of goes very very small up until it hits this thing and it like the obsidian from what you can see it cracks it fizzles it just like breaks apart and the first thing you see is a massive wing like burst out of it and then another one and then another one and another one until like six giant wings like erupt from this rock and the rest of it falls away and you see the uh, you see the um form of a dragon you have absolutely no idea at the size of this thing uh but it is apparently massive but as all of this is happening, the essentially world that you're looking at, uh, um, the mouth, a mouth forms and it like a huge maw opens. And before that, seemingly before the dragon can react, the mouth lurches forward and chomps him down. Any awkward coughing is, is, is approved right now. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Like several moments pass. Um, uh, uh, the essentially the world, uh, the flesh world and tentacle world below you kind of like comes to life and then just uh, sh the sheer a sheer like venerable army of tentacles just like flies up at you guys uh but before they reach you um a huge beam of purple energy like rips out from the essentially the world and just like tears a giant hole in it uh the dragon that was seemingly consumed um flies out of it and it flies towards the ship like firing off energy being uh, that huge purple energy from its mouth and it's cutting down all these tentacles and it flies closer towards where you're observing and this thing it, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger up until the point it's like it's right next to you guys and essentially the entire space that you can see is taken up by this thing's eye. 
Uh, it waits there for a second. It kind of, it's uh, the iris of it kind of like looks like it looks past you and lingers on Kara for a second. And then it um, flies forward a bit and it uh, spreads its wings. And then uh, the wings seem like glowing with energy. And it glows and glows and glows until it's white hot. And you guys can't look at it anymore. And then you hear uh, one last voice saying, and it's Laragosa's voice saying, Thank you. And then before anything else can happen, you hear a massive roar and you're back in flux. Mm. Thank God. All right. So um, uh, you're back in flux. It's uh, you seemingly back at the tavern, uh, the library tavern, while still gone. A bunch of crap is still broken, but... We, this session has gone on a bit longer than I intended it to, so uh, whoever wants to hit, hit us with the socials. Just go to infinityzengaming.com. It will link you to our, our Podbean, or maybe we'll have a website by then, by the time this releases. I don't know. We're going to put all that stuff on that site. Uh, it's either going to be in Lilla, it's probably going to be in the left-hand navigation, regardless of if it's a real site or if it's our Podbean site. So Discord, Twitch, Twitter... Instagram, Facebook, it's all there. Uh, Discord's where we hang out, so if you want to come chat with us, that'd be great. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you for uh, coming along with me on this uh, on this sometimes scary, sometimes disgusting journey. I hope you all enjoyed it, and uh, we'll see you next time. All right. Good night, everybody. So, bye. 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 Uh.